This is Big D from Richmond, Kentucky, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Bert from Seattle, Washington, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Chris from Tampa, Florida, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, I'm Ace from Orange County, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. How you guys doing? And I am Lunatic Radio. This is in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am LunaticRadio.com. Talk right up to that. You kidding me? I know, it really doesn't matter. It's kind of sad in a way. <sighs> no one gives a shit what we say anymore, Rock. No, no, we know. I know exactly when. We've heard it enough. My microphone falls off. Hey, everybody. LR Show. Broadcasting live from New York. Here, Rock, hanging out with you. Email to the show, lunaticradio.com. Drunkle Hotline 206-202-LOON. That's 206-202-566. lot to do on today's radio show. We had a little trouble getting everything together. Yeah, can we just explain what just happened? Uh, I was just talking to Andrew, by the way. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Hey, guys. And uh, Karen started flagging me down because the intro was ending. And I'm looking, I'm like, are you kidding me? I could speak right up to the last microsecond. I didn't know exactly when it ends because we heard it a gajillion times. I was channeling LR circa 2003, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I tell everybody to shut up. That was all new. We're recording. <laughs> We're recording. Sibilis, Sibilis, test, test, one, two, three, check, right. check. Remember I had everybody do vocal warm-up? Oh, God. Did you really? Now my vocal warm-up is two cores lights before the show. <laughs> He's doing one of these. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What up, everybody? Joining us in studio, the real talent on the radio yes, program today. me! Oh. Com- comedian Harry Tarjanian. Hey, thank you. Hi, Harry. Thank you. We had Harry on once before, and he did a bang-up job. Although Rock and I don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember. I like how you just try to lump me into it. Rock in the fourth segment of that show goes, last call. Yeah. Spirit's yeah. passing out. Yeah, that was. <laughs> well, the thing is, under any normal circumstances, Rock might have been the problem if it was right. a, at a regular. But you were so off the kilter that, <laughs> yes. by comparison, he was the designated driver of the radio show. <laughs> Which where... you should take it as a compliment how hammered he got because I truly believe he was a bit nervous having you there. Oh, really? Yes, and I think, you know, he, he had a, a solid comedian in the studio, yeah. so he needed to um, well, the, to drown himself well, in alcohol. Was, and best, I got a real guest. I have to blow this one. <laughs> the, the, what? That, what? <laughs> literally or figuratively? Kieran <laughs> might literally. <laughs> right. 
Well, no, the, the best part was that you, you weren't like blitzed through the whole show. It was just very gradual. Yes. And then somehow the last break, it just all fell apart. Like, yeah. I remember you were plugging things that Rock had already mentioned. <laughs> like, just literally, like, you, I think you both had sheets of things you wanted to talk about for whatever reason. But he had done like two of them, and then you just went right back into them. <laughs> And then there was a, a slightly unnecessarily aggressive interview with Miss High Times Magazine. Right. I think that was it. And but that's the great thing about MP3s because you start at the beginning, it's like, hey! Second segment, hey! Yeah. Third segment, hey! Fourth is, fuck a day! And then beer in the background, just beer bottles. Yeah, clanging. By the end of it, it was just... <laughs> that's right! There was a ton of bottles on the yeah. table. Isn't that oh. a normal show? No, this was... No, this, un- one, this one, I remember because after the show... And the next day when I woke up with a massive hangover, I'm going, oh, fucking Harry's never going to come back. That's right. He's yeah. never going to come back. It was uncharacteristically a lot of beer bottles. Like, they were all jangling all over the place. That's right. I don't know. I just thought that was the norm. That was my first appearance. So I just assumed, like, yeah, no, we're, we're fucking really keep it together for the first uh, couple breaks. And were you guys with me at that point? No. no. Oh, this not. is right before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We were still in the old room. Matter of fact, Harry, was, you were about to make a right into the room. Yeah, and realized, yeah, yeah. oh, we're not going there. Is there any reason you moved it? Just like, uh, more room. I mean, oh, certainly okay. more room. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's true. Makes yeah. sense. So. This is our new studio. <laughs> nice. So how you been there, Harry? I've been doing uh, all right, ups and downs. How's the comedy right. biz? It's a bitch. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm doing all right. It's just, you know, you always want more. So that's always the, the little struggle there. But I'm doing all right, doing, playing a lot of clubs and things and... Uh, working on a, a one-person show that hopefully I'll do uh, Ooh, in next really? year, and yeah, yeah. So that's the big plan now. Now yeah. I got to just write it. <laughs> uh, oh, so you had the idea? Well, no, I have a lot of bits and things. It's just deciding when to put it together. But I didn't realize like how little time I have in my life to do anything. Apparently, yeah. when you actually have to sit down and do it. So I decided to set a goal, much like the leaving Iraq. I just decided to set a date, and hopefully, <laughs> I don't know how, but hopefully something will happen. And by that date, and I'll be prepared to do a show that uh, maybe I'll take to Europe. I don't know. We'll so you think. want to do a one-man show, but you don't know quite know what it's going to be about. No, no, I do know what it's. Oh, I just oh, have oh. to. I know everything about it except that it's not done yet. It's sort of like a, a college paper that I'm ha- that I have to write. Is I know what I want it to be about. I know what I'm supposed to do. But now I have to physically do the work. So you're actually going to kind of like almost cram your one man? No, I mean, I've been doing it little by little. No, I don't want to cram. I've done that. That's never been good because I have a terrible memory. So (laughs) stand-up is easy because you can go in and out and, you know, if something messes up, you can go to other bits. And even that, if I don't keep doing the bit over and over again, I kind of lose the wording of it. How often does a comedian – because you're a comedian. You've been doing this a long time. Sure. How often does a comedian – get uh, discouraged about the career. Oh, Is it a daily? Uh, it's really more when, what are the glimpses of non-discouragement more than anything else? <laughs> like, what are the little windows that actually, through the storm, that actually keep you going and remind you that there's a reason to continue? That's really, I think all comedians, at no, at no matter what level, and not just me, that's not just me being like a downer. That's really pretty much every comedian out there. If anyone's... There's very, I'm trying to think of anyone who's really, really like super happy as a comedian or like content. Not, not right. like not that we're all depressed or anything, but that's true. No even matter if, what, even, even the top guys are like, ah, fuck, I suck. Well, Chris Rock always said that like the second he's done with a movie, he considers himself unemployed. So like if if he doesn't have a chance to sort of sit there and enjoy it, you know who does? Like mm. it's amazing that people even choose that life. 
like that direction to go in that direction because I feel like now it's a it's a constant state of just discouragement yet with those little sparks of like holy shit I might have this thing coming up right right yeah well there's even less money now than there was before so it's it's you've got to be really crazy to want to continue doing it now yeah I guess I fall in that category would now, you say it was a lot easier in the 80s and 90s yeah because there was a comedy boom in the 80s there was a, there was a comedy and sort of an economic boom in that like um, a lot of more comedy clubs so there's a lot in the 80s and 90s there was a ton of people who didn't know how to do stand-up who were making a living sure. doing stand-up that's how many clubs that they had uh, but of course it imploded on itself because every place put up a brick wall and a microphone and um, uh, yeah, it was, much, and then also not only that, but there were a lot more, um, there were a lot more TV deals for people. There were a lot more sitcoms. Everybody wanted to do sitcoms. Oh, that may be coming back a little because I think, uh, as much as I don't like it, like Whitney. They, oh, you know, oh like, like, you know what? I mean, before you got to that, it was just like Whitney Cummings. Here comes a Whitney Cummings. Yeah, reference. I mean, I don't like it, but hopefully it's a good trend that'll yeah. fit some comedians. I mean, I don't exactly want to do a three-camera uh, sitcom, but you know. At, at this point, I'm not going to not take it. Let's be honest. If I'm willing to perform for drunks, I'll I'll read whatever shit you hand me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll do that. But but yeah. So that's uh, it's a weird yeah. It's a weird little life right now of doing it. Like there's not a lot of money to be made, so you better really love it. Funny thing about it is when we had uh, I'm not name dropping. When we had Colin Quinn on name dropping. Uh, when he said we had him on the program, he said that he would go out and watch young guys like yourself. Uh, today and go wow these guys are freaking unbelievable they're way better than than what the crop of people were back in those days that were making you know during the boom yeah it was just they're more I guess because the younger guys who go out on stage now have seen seen yeah, watched the work these people's has sort career. of been done you know yeah. it was it would be the same thing of watching like I mean clearly people playing football now or whatever know a little more like or like yeah, baseball he, you catch with you know like oh we're not just gonna go out there and catch a ball with our bare hands like we figured out we should put leather on the, the he, but mitt, he would so. he would say he would watch a younger guys and be like inspired even though he's you know Colin Quinn but he'd yeah. be like I gotta step up my game because these young guys are great but, yet you say obviously and it is true that you know you, you guys are all kind of struggling to find your niche we're all fine well it's a, there's two things there's struggling to find your niche like financially and then the, but there are some really good comedians out there yeah. who are really working and unknown there's a lot of really mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a couple of really good known people out there who I, I think are great like uh, who don't have a name yet but like a guy like Mark Norman is one of my favorite comedians mm. and he's in the city all the time Tom McCaffrey's been doing it for a couple of years in the city and he's super fun there's like really creative people but much like anything else it's uh, you know you gotta get to the mainstream it's an amazing uh, career choice to take because I mean I, I even heard um, uh, David Tell speak it's just like it's just a constant struggle it's, I mean it's a, you, yeah. you can have the insomniac show and then you're gone you can be you can be making 30 grand uh, doing theaters and this yeah. and that and then you, you fall well, off you don't do it it's right a, yeah, it's a constant can... up and down battle well there's different levels different things like I remember uh, Jackie Martling would tell a story about like uh, he's just like, man, if I could just get to like a level where I can do theaters or whatever. And then he would, o- he was opening up for like Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. And they'd go into a town, and the first thing Rodney would do would be to go to the box office and go, how many tickets we got sold? And he's like, holy shit, <laughs> Jackie's like, holy shit, it never ends. Yeah, it's right, never right. gonna end. <laughs> it will never be a point where you're like, enough is enough because there's always something else you want. Like, right. uh, because I guess you're, I don't know where if it just comes from a fear of like. 
falling down and being like going back mm. you know if you want to do the five minutes and you want ten minutes and you want to be able to close the show at the club then you want to sure. be able to do your eight minutes on TV then you want the half hour special then you want the one hour special then you want the sitcom and then you want you know movies right and then you want an Oscar and then <laughs> uh, nobody's made it that far yet but I'm sure once you get the Oscar somebody will figure out something I want two Oscars and then I want you sure, know right yeah there'll always be some other yeah, plateau that yeah. they need to reach of course there's never that feeling that you've made it well it depends I mean you can I think I think you can appreciate uh, things that you have like I know I, I, I'd like to think that I'll be able to appreciate some of the things but you I, don't, I think you reach a certain level you should be able to enjoy it mm-hmm. but again if you really care about creating stuff you want to do something different and something great I guess for like Eddie Murphy who's the biggest I think at the time he was the biggest comedian in the world there was mm-hmm. nobody bigger and he just sort of dropped it and went alright well now I gotta do something else gotta go into movies now and now I wanna be successful at movies and then he wanted to win an Oscar so right. that's but he also dropped it on a high note he left you know stand up on a right. really yeah, high yeah. note it wasn't like he kind of phased out and then no, went to acting yeah but what I'm saying is in his head he had he, did, he had to make a decision to go like well I can't get any better than this I can yeah. only do worse from here so I don't wanna fall down well that's what I was going to ask. I mean, would you, if you hit that level, and on radio, it's the same thing, right? You reach something, you reach something. What's the fear of, you know, falling back to doing a small club? You could say either I'm going to, I'm going to leave on a high note or I'm just, it depends on the individual. Like, you know, you have to be able to, you have to be able to deal with that. Some people don't mind going back to the clubs. I know Mencia just had to do it. Like he was playing theaters and I think he went down like, it was him and Dane Cook were the two like big guys at the time and then Dane has somehow maintained arenas right Ben C is now doing like clubs and things now going smaller I don't know if that's done on purpose or just because he can't sell out theaters or not but sometimes you have to do that and again that is not the worst thing in the world honestly to play clubs because that's that's a cycle I mean that happens you go from Clubs and then you go back to arenas and then you go back down. Then yeah, you can, you can I mean, bounce back and forth. You can. Uh, you don't. You, you don't. You don't do a lot of bouncing at that level. For I think, like I think you either stay up there or you go back down. There's not a lot of like. You don't get a lot of comebacks. I don't think. In your career, uh, and as far as comedians go, not many. Like Chris Rock still plays. He can still play arenas and things like that. But I'm trying to think, there's not that many arena comedians anyway at this point. But uh, yeah, it's very flooded. I think the the entire you know. The stand-up market? Yeah, I think it's pretty flooded, no? I think there's just not a lot. I don't think it's so much flooded as there's just not a lot of places to play. So I I don't think it's that many. I I don't... There's... uh, You know, I go back and forth on There's a lot more comedians now than, obviously, than I think even during the boom, just by the nature of, like, what America's become. Everybody wants to be famous now. So uh, there's a lot of people doing stand-up, and there's it's a lot easier to do it, too. You just go on the Internet, find a bunch of open mics and all that stuff. You can promote via the Internet. So there's a lot of people holding on longer. But I think at the top, I don't think it's as flooded. I think there's there's still a very small amount of spots for people. Your thoughts on uh, the passing of uh, Patrice? We talked about it last oh, week on the yeah. show. But Patrice, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the same thing. It's sad, it's sad. But a couple of things. I mean, he's just really a, a brilliant guy. And I don't know him... I know him through the clubs, but I'm not like a close personal friend. But I certainly would always make a point to watch him uh, because he was like the genuine article. Like that was really him. Like he uh, yeah. was his hatred for the audience was not like a facade or a character. He really like if he laid into somebody, he really hated that audience. Like right. uh, he was just a. There's very few people who are really that good off the cuff and always 
like at any moment could be funny. I, and I'm watching some clips of him uh, over the last like couple weeks, and uh, just nobody had talk show appearances. Like he didn't do a lot of them, but mm. to see him on Letterman busting Letterman's balls, who busts Letterman's right, balls? Right, right, right. On your like first or second appearance on the show, right. Um, and then Jimmy Fallon, same thing. Like, no, not doing bits or anything. Just talking about like the audience doesn't know who he is, and just riffing about the black tuba player and like what it takes to be <laughs> like. You don't understand what this man has gone through. <laughs> to it was amazing. To be I mean, a black tuba player. Yeah, he's great, and it's sad that he's you know. I mentioned on the on last week's show, Rock and I had a chance to have him on the show and see him a, a bunch of times performing, and. You know, you would be told by, you know, like Patrick from Cruise Humor, who knows him, um, you know, that he had things prepared when he went up on stage, but it never came across that way. Right. It was oh, no, so I mean, I'm not saying he improvised everything he did. He has bits that he did. Um, it's not that he just went up yeah, there. Yeah, but you would never know. Up. Like, you would never know that. You would think he was just a, if you didn't know him from Jump, he was just a black guy getting up well, there. That's, just a truly that's funny. That's what you want to achieve, yeah. ultimately, as a comedian. It, it seemed like it came to natural a con- to him. natural conversation. Mm. Pat Oswald said that for him, the way he wants it to be is very natural. Like, and that's, and I still go a little bit with that only because I have to, I'm not a name, so I don't have the audience's attention always. So sometimes mm. I just have to do bits to, that I know have to win them over. But ultimately the best stuff is when you're, when you really, when you believe what you're saying, first of all, uh, and you're in that moment. And he mm. made it that moment, which is a, a, a weird skill to have, which is like by, you know, insulting somebody in the audience or talking about a woman, he sort of tied them into what he wanted to talk about. Or he just happened, you know, to have 10 things that he wanted to talk about, and that's the one that would relate to, you know, like your bitch won't shut up or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but he was really a, a brilliant guy, and I wish he had done more people had seen him. It's one of those things where, like, although he he blew a lot of opportunity, and he will admit yeah. he did blow a ton of opportunities for himself. Um, and it's one of those things that's going to drive me nuts that people now, after he's dead, and because of that Charlie Sheen roast, will now be like, oh, now they'll become fans of his. Yeah. And it kind of sucks because he was really a brilliant comedian for many years. Well, I've seen it already. I saw so many, uh, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill, you were great on the Charlie Sheen roast. And I'm thinking, I'm like, that's what he's known for that's to it, a lot man. of people now. Yeah. Well, that's what Geraldo at the end of the day, you know, the, the, obi- the obits were always a uh, Greg Geraldo uh, roast comedian. And it's like, yeah, man, that's not what, what he, he was. was fucking good at. I mean, he was one of the smartest, most brilliant social minds that did stand up and but unfortunately what people remember is you know him and he was great at the roast by the way he was fantastic but to me that was like that's not what his most amazing skills were to me anyway and and that was the thing about Patrice was you know there was that for me was it didn't it seemed like he didn't have prepared material and I guess psychologically because it felt like he was just having a conversation with you you felt more comfortable and you were more you were more open to I mean look he still had to be funny but there are right. some that changes when it feels like it's a scripted joke yeah. and a plan yeah. and then it just seems like he's just having a conversation with you it, it, when he went up on stage when Patrice went up on stage it, it felt like he was holding court and not actually right. doing a performance right you know yeah I mean? yeah and that's ultimately what you want like that's the thing and I haven't achieved that yet they talk about rhythm like a comedic rhythm like right. I guess when you're when you're telling the jokes and you're the setup that they 
there's a rhythm, and I guess he kind of he had a good rhythm. I guess. I mean, well, a lot of people have a good rhythm, but the, there's a difference between the rhythm and having the rhythm be n- more natural and mm. be you. Like you know, plenty of people have. Woody Allen has a rhythm, right, on stage as a stand-up comedian, but I wouldn't say it's very natural mm-hmm. per se. I, to an extent, like it's 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 a shtick that he's doing or a character. Stand-up really is a, picking a character that you're portraying. You're basically portraying a character. Louis Black is not the angry man you see on stage. Right, 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 right. right. He is actually a very nice, sweet person if you've ever met him. He's mm-hmm. really nice and really kind and not, you know, this crazy lunatic who's angry. But his the writing is being funneled through this anger and character. That's mm-hmm. what the the writing is all about. Like what makes me angry and what bothers me about society, he has decided to channel it through this angry character. And so that's what you're doing as a stand-up comedian. Now, the character is a part of you. It should be, like, a part of you, like Mitch Hedberg, hmm. I guess. Well, that was really sort of what he was. But some people, like, go full-on character that has nothing to do with him. But in Patrice's case, that, I mean, there was a very thin line between character and him. That was pretty much all him. And he mastered that, I think, of just being him. Now, it didn't always, you know... There were times it didn't always work with an audience, but most of the time, I mean, he was an amazingly funny guy. Sure. I just... Uh, and you know what? Some t- and t- to me, there's t- the nights I loved the most was when like half of the audience wasn't digging it because he didn't <laughs> give a shit. Right, 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 right. I remember him accepting sure. the. Uh, I got to see him accept the cringe humor like comedian of the year award. Yeah, we were there for that. Oh, night you too. were there. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's the best speech ever because he just goes, "I just want to let you people know that I, you know, whatever." He starts out sort of the humble thing. I just want to let you know that I so so deserve this award. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much. I I deserve this award and that my brilliance is finally being acknowledged and then he tears into the audience and yeah. this motherfucker looks like the guy from Gnarls Barkley <laughs> you you people half of you do not give a shit and like just just tearing into people but I mean that was really him but it was just so funny like he could turn anything what does that come from Con- just confidence just a uh, to be like that? Yeah, just uh, he I mean, he seemed like he was just really a confident guy who just happened to have a great he's a great thinker and he was like thinker, con- he was confident but humble. You know what I mean? Yeah, to an extent. I mean, I'd, I'd have to have seen what he did when he first started. I don't know if that was the same thing he was always doing. I mean, you know, it's it just comes from at. I think every great comedian at a certain point, there has to be a fuck it point mm. where you go, oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit what people. Lenny Bruce had it where he was just do, just trying to be like nice and clean and then just said, fuck it. I'm going to yeah. talk for real. George Carlin had the same thing. He was trying to be Danny Kaye. That, that's who his role model was. And he, and, he, and he was on shows. Like he was on Sullivan and he really got a lot of you know play off the – and he just went, I don't give a fuck. Fuck this. I don't care about this. Pryor, same thing. Pryor was doing Cosby right, and right. just went, fuck it. I just have. I'm tired of it and it it just has to be me and there's something happens when the business does sort of beat you down when you just go like uh, you know what I don't you people even when people I know the point where was it? in comedian when they go I think it was Colin Quinn who said uh you know you, you, you reach that point when the entire audience is laughing and you're killing and you're just miserable where you're just going <laughs> oh wow fuck it and that may be and that may be one of those things like I've I've found myself a, a couple times uh, again because I have to play the clubs and I, I, I want to you know every job I have at a club at the moment to me is still like I am still auditioning for that job even if I'm a regular there mm. I'm not at the level where they won't kick me out for somebody else uh, even right. if I'm doing very well, you know that's the way I look at it. So 
That's interesting. I've never heard that before. A comedian being on stage, making the crowd just laugh their asses off, but yet you're on stage in your head going, I can't believe you fuckers are laughing at this. But sometimes, like, <laughs> ideally, you don't want it to be at, like, the most intense level, but I've caught myself a couple of times going, I'm just, oh, this is too polished. Like, this is too, like, I'm just on autopilot, mm. and this is not, like, the way I meant to write this, or, you know, it just, after a while you go, oh, no, this is, this is just now I've, I've polished it too much you guys are it's just all in the rhythm or there's nights where you where you you get them and you go oh now you guys are just laughing at the rhythm you're not even laughing at the right. stuff that I wrote is that is that insulting or is that like that's just you know you're gonna take because you things like you're are doing- going you know no I mean I, for me I'm glad that the audience is laughing because at the end of the day I did all I did write all that stuff but and I still I'm the one working at it but mm-hmm. it's just to me it's not the way I want it sometimes. Sure. And that doesn't happen all the time. I try to, but there's just moments where I catch myself because sometimes you have to do, you don't have time to fuck around sometimes. Sometimes you can't, uh, sometimes I have to, if I've only got 10 minutes, I don't want to waste it dicking around with them or if I want to win them back. Like, it, it's weird. You learn all the skills of a comedian sometimes. There's plenty of people who learn the skills of it and don't necessarily know how to be a comedian sometimes. And I've, I've, I think I've done a good job being a comedian, but there are the moments where I go, all right, you know what, now I, I, I've, I'm i on autopilot here, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I kind of want to not do that. I kind of want to – it's not fun for me, I guess. I don't know. It it's such right. a science, and like there's such it's, psychology. And it's Well, the same goes for radio, though. I mean, you could have all the what? material in the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys. When in doubt, talk about jerking off. Oh, is is that that what I've been missing? That's the only rule. It's the only thing in the book. Rock and I rented a warehouse full of our material. We just haven't (laughs) unlocked it yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. We got a Westies. It's in storage. It's up for auction, actually. We have to pay the bill. (laughs) There is no science behind radio. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, right. we do this pure talent. When in doubt, go to dick jokes. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Right. But absolutely. Now, I got yeah. a story about my jizz today. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> but when, forty-five minutes on that. When though, you don't just go right into it. You don't just lead off the show with a jizz story. What no, you, you, know, right you got to know when to go you, into it. Well, You're sometimes when it's breaking right? news. Now you got to. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you might. You just interrupt. You're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. I need to talk about my jizz. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Look at everything. <laughs> Yeah, that no, happens. I just, uh, I just, he won't interrupt you. Don't I have, worry. No, no, no. I have ADD, so I just for a second, I'm. Uh, this is purely now. This is purely me imagining shit. I'm, I sure. want to make sure nobody's going. That fucking guy's just waxing on poetically about comedy. Who the fuck oh, is this jerk fuck off? Because no, after a while, a serious conversation about comedy can get kind of douchey. But uh, I don't. I mean, see, maybe I, I don't guess know. for some people, I, I enjoy. I love yeah. talking about it, but yeah, I, I hope I other think people. A great, no, yeah. it's a total art. I mean, to go up there and you got a room of you know. Anywhere from five people to a hundred, and you have to know how to connect to those people. And even when you do connect and you are an autopilot and you're doing good, some asshole could get up and just start screaming, fuck you, and you got to know how to deal with that. Right, exactly. There's a lot of different, yeah, intangibles. Well, it's the hardest thing to do in show business, and so many people want to do it. And the least respected, though. I don't get why, but kind of the least respected in show business. I I don't know. It is because there's so few guys that actually, like, get to that level where you're just like, holy fuck, that guy's set for life or something. I th- is it like a monetary thing that, that, that they, they judge comedians on? Like, you look at Chris Rock, obviously, he's made movies and this and that. But, I mean, is, no. is it because he's rich? They think he's a, I don't know. The people, res- who respects the res- him, the, the industry or the, people? Or people. Like, the, like, no, Chris Rock is a, I mean. Like, he's a guy who can go do a show, and if you buy tickets to go, he can go out there and do whatever the hell he wants. He's still going to get laughs, no? For a little bit. I mean, I think, I think famous people get a little bit of a break. Uh, 
I, I don't think you can be unfunny and, and be famous. You That will catch up to you. But you can be okay and you'll get a reaction for being great sometimes. Yeah, you know? I mean, you compare Chris Rock's first HBO special to the last one. The first one was, I mean, mind-blowing compared to what this one is. But he'll still get the same amount of laughs, if not more. Yeah, I mean, a special, when you film a special, uh, or a TV sets, for the most part, with a rare couple of exceptions. Well, no, not that they'll fix it up. It's that the audience is, A, if you're doing a special there to see you, uh, they're sort of primed. The audience knows there's a TV taping, so they're kind of excited. Or You'd have to work really hard, I think, to bomb on a Leno or a Letterman spot. There's very few people. That audience is very generous and willing to mm. to be there. Um, but the thing is, uh, for a guy like Chris Rock or, or a guy like David Cross, who, hmm. um, if you're known, now people are there. People give you a little, little bit of a laugh more, just like you laugh at your friends more, just because you know them and you're more comfortable. So what happens is, is when you're doing new material, uh, all you can base it on is a laugh. Any material you're doing, like, do I keep it? The only th- reason you get rid of it is if it doesn't get a laugh. Right. So if it gets a laugh, it's staying in. But if it's getting laughs because you're famous and people are a little more friendly, so that means your material isn't as strong. Uh, it's it's not going to be as... Because you, you, all you're judging it by is laughs. So mm. that's all you can base it on. That's what I think happened with Dane Cook. Because I, I watched his first half-hour Comedy Central, and uh, I, lo- I thought it was great. If you watch the first one, it's much different than his style now because there's a lot more jokes in it. But I think he developed a following that's very giving to him and not to jump on the fuck Dane Cook bandwagon by any means I don't I don't I really don't care it doesn't bother me that he's doing well um <laughs> selling out selling out the garden yeah I mean I think that's great uh, it's not my style but I you know I think it's great that he's selling out arenas the thing that the, that bothered me about Mencia is that he was trying to portray himself as sort of like this the new Lenny Bruce type of thing like I, I tell it like it is and you don't tell it like it is you're just spouting off cliches and you're telling it like yeah. everybody else is yeah you're telling it like a lot of people is <laughs> yeah uh, but more than that like just you're not breaking ground by talking about race you're not doing anything and it's not even like clever like Chris Rock does clever race conversation I have a, now, now for the comic of 2011 and 2012 the stand up that's going in there and just doing you know a couple clubs a new guy you mean or what do you not mean? a new guy but like yeah a new guy like on your level let's say not a new guy but someone that's been doing it for a while okay, yeah. you're still trying to build yourself up um, what's the end goal? Is it the the end goal of what it was in the 80s and 90s of getting on a network TV show and getting a writing gig? What, what's the end goal That's now? That's up to the individual, honestly. There's different things. It, it depends what you want to do. I think- like, is it a realistic goal for you to say, I'm going to... I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get picked up for a TV show, and I'm going to be a writer, or I'm going to be on, I mean, uh, it's or on show the show. Business. There's nothing is out of the realm of possibility. There's no, there's nothing that, none of it makes sense. I mean, we're getting paid to tell jokes, so re- the reality is there's nothing that that's sensical about it. Yeah. You know, it's it's just up to the individual what you really want to do. Some it, it, some people are in it because they like writing and creating. Some people just like the adulation of an audience. Is SNL still a goal to many people? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, and even people who completely are I've, I've seen a lot of people who go yeah I'd love to do SNL you don't do impressions and you don't do characters or voices what makes you think that you should be on SNL but that's part of like uh 
the fame thing, you know, of, of like, oh, I want that, you know, that would be good. It's it, the it's it's a lot of like, oh, it'd be awesome to have that job. Like, it would be awesome for me to be in the Rolling Stones. Like, yeah. that would be great if they called me up <laughs> and said we'd love to have you. I'd be like, yeah, shit, all right, awesome. And I'd the love- trend changes really fast too. You could go from this really, you know, blue collar type comedy to more of like a like an alternative style comedy, and it could change overnight. And that's the hot thing for right. the time yeah. being. Yeah, right now the big thing for networks anyway or most of them is the alt scene has the become scene, very yeah. big but that's mostly because they like young and attractive people cliches about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power maybe. Rangers right. yeah. maybe yeah I'm disheartened a little by the alt scene just because um, it's become just as cliched any scene eventually if you, you just look at any pop culture history it all starts out as counterculture and then it becomes engulfed and becomes the culture. I went to a club uh, a couple months ago, and it was up-and-coming guys, and this guy had a solid eight minutes on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and that was his entire set. Oh, no. It was about, it was about Will and... A solid and eight minutes. Solid eight. Solid eight. <laughs> solid eight. I mean, that's all it was. He workshopped it. doesn't, doesn't it take much to entertain and, you. And I'll tell you, not for me, but the crowd was going nuts. Which, I mean, they loved it. Do you remember which it. room it was? Or just like uh, I don't want to say because that, they're it was probably a living listening. Room. Yeah, and I bashed the crap out of the guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It was right, Kunal. Fair enough. It wasn't Kunal. It wasn't Kunal. It was a Kunal in a bathroom. Kunal? Oh, Kunal? Kunal Aurora. I'm not familiar with everyone. It um, wasn't him, but it was one of his friends. Okay, oh. fair enough. Yeah, I mean, listen, but the weird thing I is... I enjoy that. <laughs> Eight minutes on Fresh Prince, I'd be all over that. You would. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would be... It may not be bad. It's not right. so much that. It's just that he does eight minutes on the Fresh Prince, and then the next guy does eight minutes on the movie Richie Rich, uh, which I've seen happen. Wow. And so oh, God. what it is is... Uh, it becomes a cliche. It, uh, like anything else, it's sort of like, oh man, I saw a guy do eight minutes on The Fresh Prince. Well, I could do eight minutes on, you know, whatever, sure. Ninja Turtles or whatever. Uh, but there's some really good acts in, in the alt scene. There's a lot of good acts. And there's, but there's a lot of different scenes, and comedy is very subjective too. So I try not to, I try to be very open minded about it. Like, there's a lot of shit I don't get. There's friends of mine who are friends in the comedy community whose acts I just, I don't get. Like, it doesn't appeal to me. At what I picked day, up yeah. from from having my co-host as a comic, he said there are comics that do comedy for the crowd, and those guys, you know, eventually do well and they they groom their whatever they're doing. And there's a lot of comics that do comedy for the comic, and their entire attention is the comic standing in the back, mm-hmm. seeing yeah. how they're going to react to the joke. That can happen. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that that happens, but I think that's it's more a lot of comics sort of gravitate towards people who do more interesting things. Like Colin Quinn was always a comedian's comedian yeah. because as far as audience percentage-wise, some of the audiences didn't get him at all. Like yeah. I, I think I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone on the Comedy Cellar stage probably uh, percentage-wise not do as well as he has and do brilliant stuff. Like just – and have the audience totally like sometimes miss him entirely or just have whole bits that – that don't work and he can and he knows how to do it like if he wanted to just win them over for the sake of winning them over he could but to him it's more important to do certain specific bits or intelligent things that he wants to talk about and and uh, I, I like that and I appreciate that I wish everyone else would get on board with it but sure. but um, yeah I mean there's it's very subjective there's different scenes there's things about each scene that are that are, like I, 
I'm I love comedy so much, and I'm starting to actually get back into watching more stand up and listening to more of it. Because for a while I had stopped, just because I got kind of burned out from it. You mm. know, it's all you do, and I because now you know you do it long enough, and you're just hearing somebody talk, and all you're hearing is a blah 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 blah. Please love me, blah 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 blah. Please. Like just through their set, even if they're doing what they're doing is good, it's just in your head, just going, I know what this is, I know what yeah, you're, you're trying to so do. Jaded to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You need to step I know away once in a while. Yeah, I know what you're tempting to do. You're right. tempting to be over aggressive to be high energy guy or you're tempting to be <laughs> I know what you're totally doing totally get that totally get yeah, that yeah it happens we're like that with every podcast out there <laughs> sure yeah I mean because Holy shit that was a really good point right. oh, that was that oh yeah, yeah anytime I get a glimpse of another podcast I'm like I know what this guy's doing yeah. Fuck right <laughs> right yeah because it is it's what your business is and uh, yeah. the thing is it's really no different than any other business and I'm sure there's plumbers going oh this fucking guy <laughs> Oh, this fucking guy, three-quarter inch? What the... F- oh, yeah. All right. I see what you're doing, pal. Right. Yeah, right. All right. Good for you. Whatever you got to do. That's sad. You you let me know when you're ready to fucking fix pipes with the big boys or whatever. But, but that's just the way any business is. There, there are people who are like really clever and really amazing there's people who are hacks at whatever they do and there's people who are rewarded who shouldn't be but that's that's always going to be the way it is it's all about making bucks Rock. that's Absolutely. what it is yes. and, and how quick, do I get there that's the point um, to start you know whoring well, not, yourself not out not me I'm just saying in yeah. general, in general how do you get yeah. there you whore yourself out I'll never get there don't worry about <laughs> it I'm already fucking I've, uh, I'm good with that uh, before we go to break because you mentioned David Cross big fan of David Cross yeah, yeah. Any, anyone who hasn't seen I highly recommend increasingly poor decisions the Todd Margaret. It's I haven't a, checked that out. I've heard it's good. So fucking funny. It? It's entering its second season. It is just great writing, and it's David Cross. IFC is all of a sudden becoming like the really good uh, home for comedy. Yeah, out of nowhere. they just decided to steal it to steal uh, steal it away from Comedy Central. They have a that. lot of great shows. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Comedy Central is now shit in comparison with yeah, as far as shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Depends. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I am I the only one that likes workaholics? Yes. I can't stand I can't workaholics. Get it. I really, get I never got I'm it. I'm loaded at like 2 o'clock in the morning when I'm watching it, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's part of what you have to be to enjoy. I don't know. And I, again, it's all subjective. Like, it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't get it. But there's mm-hmm. people who, I feel like people either love or hate that show. I, I, the, I've Is that never, the one with the young kids? <laughs> no, not like young you kids. Have no, like, like no, that's Rugrats. But <laughs> But I like that literally, joke. that would probably be the description of yeah. the show, which is it's the young kids who guy don't know how to behave. Guy with the big hair. One ah, of them. yeah. I, I always catch like 3.2 seconds of that show. Don't. It just doesn't yeah. do anything for me. You know what? I really don't like watching young kids try to make me laugh. Oh, really? <laughs> you reach that age? Yeah, I'm just like, part, uh, just, fuck you, man. Yeah, what I'm do you like, know yeah, about fuck them. Yeah, right. Speaking of Patrice, he did one of his last things was at the roast. They were they were doing the interviews, I guess, and uh, he did not do them any favors. He didn't care for their ironic attitude and told them as such. On and they kept it in on their own broadcast. But really, he's just insulting these guys of like. Him going, man, why can't you just be like a real dude for a second, man? Just is that your real voice? Is that your real voice? What is when did like nerdy white guys just when did that become yeah, right. funny? What yeah, is it was that? Seth, right? With Seth MacFarlane, right? He was doing no, that on not Seth? even Seth, no, no, no. Seth. Oh, I thought he was, I thought it was, he was no, this was Seth. like a pre show. They were doing they oh. had the workaholic guys doing like pre show interviews. Oh, and he just laid into them because he did not care for their ironic detachment. <laughs> That's because I think they were doing them in character and yeah. he just he would not play along with them oh, one fucking great. bit 
Well, yeah. I mean, as you get older, you, and if you've been in like a radio or comedy, uh, and you hear the same jokes, you hear people being funny from all different angles, and then you see like you get to like your mid thirties, and you, and you see some young kid doing the same type of like. Yeah, same cool jokes thing. you've heard a million well, times. You're just like, yeah, whatever, fuck them. Yeah, well, it's it's what it, it's what I've I've you know, I've always been trying to define what hackneyed is or what it is to mm. be a hack. And the closest thing I could find, I thought, was just that it's the difference between being a comedian and playing a comedian. And I think that's what it is. There's a lot of people who want to do comedy, so they're playing a comedian or right. they're like playing disc jockeys or pretend like because that's what they've heard so that's mm-hmm. what they think and they're not being themselves and that's what kind of drives you nuts after a while I was like oh you're just it just, it just every year I watch a new class of like graduating freshmen come into the comedy scene <laughs> yeah and, right and just hopeful and, and the weird part is if you do it long enough it's the same archetype of people who keep doing it over and over there's the there's the young high energy guy there's the guy ripping off David Tell there's the guy that's funny there's the the black kid who's still for whatever reason is trying to be Eddie Murphy and doesn't understand that that was Eddie Murphy and that right. that's still um, there's the angry guy who has no material or no doesn't know why he's angry but all his bits are like angry but he has no material so it just fizzles out uh, you know there's a lot of those there's the uh, and my favorite what I found to be my favorite of the archetypes is the the housewife who's decided she's now going to do comedy yeah. Love them. 43. Love them. There are a lot of them. Because I, oh, I love mine, those. A friend of mine who's young, uh, a little younger than, than I am, he's starting to do comedy, so he's going to some open mics, so every once in a while I'll meet up with him, and it's the same fucking characters. Different people, right, right, but right. the same characters from when I stopped doing open mics, and that, for some reason, is one that's so prevalent is like uh, just like the mom, the house, the housewife. Who's, My kids yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, what's the material divorcee. like? It's well, what is it about? It's it's just usually divorcees yeah. talking about like what shoes. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, what it's like to be alone and why uh, having to shave now. Yeah. The '80s are gone. <laughs> right. Uh, it's just also it's one-liners if I remember it's a lot of for some reason they don't understand that it's not like your show of shows and you can't do fucking one-liners <laughs> but they still write one-liners that was great. like one one woman was like uh, she goes uh, I used to fuck a lot in college or whatever I used to have a lot of sex in college I graduated magna cum loudly oh. and that was like her bit or whatever I was really? literally really yes magna cum loudly if I heard that I literally just back my chair up and get up and leave. I'm sorry, I'd be disrespectful. Most fun thing I couldn't. I couldn't. Most, you don't. I, you don't have to be ashamed. I've I had couldn't. to leave. I had to stop doing them. I because there's some guys who will go back to the open mics to try out new material. I even gave up on that because mm. it's just I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't watch it anymore. I had to leave the fucking room. <laughs> I remember it is fun to go with somebody who's a friend of yours to just just go over. I I took a friend of mine to this one open mic and he's a funny dude himself. So we're watching it and like. I remember this one guy uh, came up there and he had like a violin that he brought up with him. No. Oh, let me bring my violin. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. and, <laughs> but he didn't do any fucking thing funny with the violin. He just played it. Oh, like, no. And then there was another guy who kept going like, uh, like kept talking about like he used to be in advertising or whatever. And he kept talking about in advertising, you know, you're supposed to appeal to such and such. And then he never had punchlines for it. And because I kept thinking. So it was a seminar. Head, but I don't, I don't know what the fuck it was. But in my head, I kept thinking like, uh, oh, okay, this all right, this guy's going to go into like a premise here. He's developing a really interesting premise. He's going to do some like Bob Newhart type right, of right, stuff. Right, 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 
right. Nothing. Nothing. I, I was always way ahead of where those people were going. Like, here's what you should be doing. Sure. And then inevitably, it just went right into it, – it's like an animal house when they take the band, the marching band, and just walk it into a wall. <laughs> and that's all it was. <laughs> what are these people thinking? Like, have you ever had a I'm conversation? To, like, No, because I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> but I, I have asked that question to myself and other people. Like, Do they have family members that say, oh, you need to try this on a stage? Or, I don't know. Well, yeah, they were at Thanksgiving at some point, and they're like, oh, shit, you can do stand-up. Some of these people I can't imagine being even the funniest member of their own families. <laughs> like... That's amazing. At some point, somebody so has true. to ask them, like, at, who told you yeah. that you were funny? Like, who told you that you were, like, a humorous person? I, I guess it doesn't apply because I'm not uh, – I have funny moments, but in my real life, I'm not, like – like, with my family, I, I wasn't, like, you know, a class clown or anything. I'm not the most hilarious guy in a room ever. Mm. Uh, but there's a different aspect of it. But I, 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 I can't imagine any of these. Some of them are seem mentally ill. Like, literally, some of them – I don't know how you get up on that stage week after week and do the same bit for four weeks in a row in front of the people that you you know. We, every, eventually, you know everybody in that room because it's like a small community. Right, right, right. What makes you think that you're going to get up there and repeat the same eight minutes with the same dry delivery and not get a laugh and then come back next week and pay the $5 again? And <laughs> you're, you're paying the bomb. And order... <laughs> And order the, a, the, a drink again, and then nothing is learned. Like, there's no, it's, it literally is, it, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again right. and expecting different results. And that is what you see at a lot of these open mics. It's just over and over again. Well, I'm a virgin, even though I'm 23. <laughs> and then, like, every week, I'm a virgin. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for having me. I'm a virgin at 23. No laughs. You know why? Because everyone's heard it. Yeah. There's no surprise. There's nothing. Right. Why are you back here? Why? Right. And it's just, maybe it's like a vacation from their own thoughts. It's amazing. For like, uh, for a night, I don't know. So. Are they like, they seem like a Dane Cook and they're like, oh man, if I just, if I just string a, is, is it no. some sort of weird fantasy? No, I know who sees Dane Cook is usually the young college kid who comes in there and does Dane Cook. Oh, okay. Which is, listen, that happens. Like, when you want to start doing comedy, you don't know anything else, so you start doing the impression of it's who like you with love anything. and care yeah, about. Sure, yeah, sure, I get it. Right. If you love music, you know, you, you love Dylan, the first thing you're going to do the first song you're going to write is going to be a ripoff of Dylan. Dylan, you know? sure. So I get that. No, I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Somebody had a theory that, like, some of them hear laughter. Like, even though they're bombing, some of them hear laughter uh-huh. in their own heads. That's insane. Like, that, Talk about insanity. That yeah. could yeah. be the only way, to me, that you could get up there. I don't know, because if when I when a, when one of my jokes bombs, it is it's pretty fucking... It's a sharp it's a pain. nice one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do not like that feeling, sure. and I want to do everything I can to avoid mm. from having that feeling again. And it doesn't always happen. Sometimes you do bomb. Yeah. But... I, I don't. It, it would be like watching somebody th- who can't thrown into a swimming pool and just not doing anything and letting themselves drown, <laughs> like just not flailing their arms, not crying for help, just slowly sinking, and then bubbles. That's like a metaphor for my radio career. <laughs> like no fight. You gotta add a thirty-pound yeah. weight though. To yeah. it. It's just a couple single blocks. It's going a little bit faster than hour. For the love of God, man, fight, fight, do something. Why bother? No. And every year there's more. There's more and more and more. They're all I think it comes down to like the one or two people that say like, oh no, that's really funny. What do you mean? Uh, to those people. 
I, I would there love, has to be somebody I would love saying to meet the person. Yeah, that but says the that. people that are saying that are just unfunny people. I don't even think they're getting that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone is even. I mean, I'm sure at some point, but I don't think it's that. It has to be some level of delusion because yeah. I've had people tell me I'm funny, like and a bit not work, and they go, "No, that was funny." Like, no, I know the difference, or I know sure. when someone's being nice and polite. But it would have to be thousands of people. I th- that's a self delusion that 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 has to be some type of mental illness. It exists in every career. I mean, think about it. Mm. That's no, no, true. Yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of actors so. who just keep acting and, and they're awful. rejection. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It's every career. There's there's a lot of weirdos in every type of business. Everybody has like an office weirdo. Sure. Yeah. Well, there has to be a lot in in acting and comedy, anything in entertainment, because you kind of have to be offbeat to even think about this is my career path. It is a. This is where I'm going. It's a weird thing. Showbiz is just a weird thing to want to do, Uh, and especially stand up comedy. It's just a weird life, and you have to be a little off slightly. Just be. uh, Just you have to be not of the normal circumstance. You know, you have to think a little differently to want to do it um, but yeah you're right but that's something else I don't know the mental illnesses good, good old discussion in the first segment here yeah. Rock I like it we actually got uh, we found some things out about comedy I think yeah absolutely oh, good. I'm glad to share yeah well, there you go alright uh, Andrew Zarian Harry Tarjanian Rock Hi. staring at me like he wants to rape me wow. uh, we'll take a break we'll come back and uh, Rock will rape me right after this Oh, the gist story, apparently. <laughs> oh, no. It's, I know. It was just a. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Back right after this. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're. F- <laughs> And uh, I have two more examples this week of uh, just some noises that shouldn't be in the porno. You know what I mean? I love this. We watch the porno, like we were saying, we watch the porno that uh, doesn't have the music. Right. Because we don't like that. We want to hear the chicks moaning, but we also don't want to hear like a car driving by. Yeah. So here is a clip. I believe it's um, a guy and a girl in an apartment and uh, I don't know, some, some sort of noise comes by. I believe it might be an ambulance or something. Here we go. Oh, maybe I want to go to the Um, all these ports that I watch are always it seems like two you know a guy and a girl in an apartment banging <laughs> I guess it's always in like a city or something because there's always traffic going by <laughs> there's another example they can't keep the window closed yeah, just no. to get the some soundproofing it's little no definitely not soundproofing here's another uh, I, this one's kind of short here you <laughs> this chick is getting uh, getting a little uh, you know oral pleasure and uh wow okay FCC oh, 
say she was getting a little uh, action downstairs in the middle of traffic. <laughs> she was a quarter of third and 28. <laughs> Trying to move over here. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> hey, you cunt, move. Trying to get to work here. Move your fat ass. You're in a no-loading zone. Yeah, no loads in the face zone. LOL. <laughs> yeah, so those are my obscure uh, noises and porn for this week, everybody. And now back to the show. Lunatic Radio. West Virginia. These guys are gay. Lunaticradio.com What up, everybody? LR Show, Nine Inch Nails, Kier Rock, hanging out with you, broadcasting live from New York. Love this from the Crow soundtrack, I believe. French to the uh, winning Grammys with uh, Oscars, my friend. Oscars, Oscar. right? Oscars. Sorry, my bad. Don't Oscar. ever fucking tell an Oscar winner that he won a Grammy. Right. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah, right, right. By the way, he's banging. A, isn't he married to a Playboy playmate? I don't know. Is he? Trent Reznor. Word up. If Good that's true, it's just it, his life is a fucking cliche. His life is be, clearly being written by somebody. Nobody gets to win an Oscar and be married to a Playboy playmate. I believe Trent has a Playboy playmate as a wife, I believe. Wow. I'm pretty sure of that. You can look that up, Rock. Speaking well, about Playboy playmates, how about your girl, Lindsay Lohan? Oh, yeah. Her, uh, her spread, so to speak. By the way, uh, congratulations to her probation officer who let her go to Hawaii. Who does that as a probation <laughs> officer? Hey, you know what? Take that trip to Cabo. Even though you're on probation, I'll just let you go. Did you guys see the pictures? Yeah, I did. Not impressive. No, even airbrush. They're not yeah. that impressive. Oh, yeah. But I know that's probably the uh, hack thing to say because she's, you know, blah, 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 blah. She's just, um, I don't know. I just never really found her that attractive. You know why they're not impressive? Because when they first announced that she was doing Playboy, they said it was going to be full frontal everything. Oh, really? Yeah, and well, everything's Playboy covered never does up. That. They don't do that. No, they said there was they vag shots in this one. That's how they presented it. Is that, is that how they stated it? Yeah, there, there are going to be vag shots. With all that said, that I still fucked the shit out of her. Very specific. Civic in the press release. And there are no vag shots. No vag. You got that side peak. Would you really want to see what, what uh, Trent Reznor's wife is not a Playboy playmate. That's Trent Reznor's wife? Yeah. Marqueen Mandig Reznor is a musician and singer of Filipino descent, currently with the band How to Destroy Angels. Oh, God. By the way, she's got a great jawline. That's pretty much <laughs> what I can say. Who, who's that? brought up top? That she is oh, no, not married not. to Trent Reznor. No, that's not. Yes. That woman up top. No, is top is not. Oh. Oh. That's a personal <laughs> appeal uh, donation. Yeah, that's her. his. Yeah, that's his wife. That that makes more sense to me. Yeah, but she's she's not a Playboy playmate. No, she's just hot. So it's yeah, very matter. So the joke is on you, Trent. <laughs> she's not in Playboy. Well, who cares? She doesn't need the stamp of approval. Oh, look at her. No. She's yeah. No, she's she's a good looking chick. He'll just have to settle for his Oscar and his really hot <laughs> Filipino girlfriend. And the Way millions of dollars and yeah. at her yeah. Accolades he I gets from what they sound millions like. of fans around the. How to destroy angels? I want to hear Chris Cornell. Better. Married to some like Asian shouldn't sing. That's the thing. 
<laughs> Ever? They were shooting oh, the no. sing or drive. Just, I'm, I'm not being hacky. Ever since I heard that Teal Tequila sing, I want to just, you know, she makes oh, dogs. Don't get me started on her. If you're a Time Warner uh, uh, subscriber in the New York area and there's like a ton of like Chinese and Japanese channels, they are a riot. They're in the, holy cow, the shit that Well, yeah, in the right context the, the, the of the karaoke. Shows, the, what? The video, the, like channels the, or music channels? The music it, with on those channels is, oh, just, yeah. uh, is just crazy. Just I, I, do, I do like flipping through those and every once in a while they'll have like their version of like American Idol. And it just looks yes. totally normal, but it's just something is out of place. Cause yeah. they're, they're just because they're Japanese. I guess, but has there ever been other than like in Japan or China, has there ever been a crossover Asian artist singer type that's been like, you know, spanned America? What well, now? No, never, right? Uh, there was wasn't that there was that one hit song or whatever that that was like in Japanese. But there wasn't like, ever a like a, a star, a crossover there star. There wasn't even ever like a Cindy uh, Yoko Lomper Ono. Type. I mean, Yoko, that's the closest we got yeah. so far. We'll Yoko, see if we can but top she had that. to marry a legend <laughs> to get that. You nod. know what's frustrating? I, this was happening to me today. Actually, I was listening to like John Lennon's like discography, whatever you call it. Um, Dickography. Di- and uh, so I'm I'm co- going through like Milk and Honey, the album. I forget sure. that like or Double Fantasy. Where half of it is like John Lennon's really great music, and then the other half is her experimental uh, shit. Uh, her just screaming, yeah, yeah. screaming, and playing like, yeah, yeah, techno keyboards and shit, just <laughs> but not in a way that's sensible. Yeah, did you we, did you see that experiment she was doing? I forgot in what museum it was. I think it was like in the Metropolitan Museum of Art or whatever it was. And she's just standing there screaming, and people don't even know it's Yoko. It's just some mm. Asian woman screaming in the museum. Uh, yeah, that sounds like most of her exhibits. Doesn't everybody just not like Yoko? <laughs> I think she like sucked a really good dick at some point, and she just got it made for herself. Well, no. Well, Come on, Harry, agree with me. Well, I don't like Yoko. <laughs> I'm not going to defend Yoko, but I, I'm going to say like uh, it's easy. It to boils go down, Harry, that she sucked sucking. the right dick. No, I think it's I think it's the other thing of he just fucked everything, and at a certain point, you just got to stop on something. Like no, just, no, no. He was John Lennon of the Beatles. He could fuck anything he wanted. Wants, so he has to pick something. Ah, I'll go with the artsy. I like artsy. Really? And that's what he settled on. What the it's fuck? Like the wheels His kids aren't down. bad. Sean? Sean Lennon's not awful. Maybe not Yoko's bad. got the greatest pussy of all time. What a weird she thought. Could, she could have the Tiger it's Woods of pussies. Thought. 14 majors, <laughs> 70 wins. Let's yeah. see. Well, no, that was a nasty uh, thought. Maybe it has a clamp on it or something. I don't know. Who would have the most talented pussy? Meaning, who gave birth to the most talented? I mean, would that go to Michael Jackson's mom or whatever? Would that be? Yeah, that's safe like to say. Like, she birthed the, the fucking... Most, yeah. That's right. That's a talented Although, yeah. LaToya takes away two Jacksons. Yeah, that's true. Although the rest of them stink. Let's be honest. They, they did nothing. Tito, though. honestly. Janet, though, did some good stuff there for Tito's a while. Greasy. Yeah, Tito. <laughs> Tito's crazy. Tito's crazy. Guy looks Not constantly... Greasy. 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 He's greasy. Yeah. That's it. Constantly. Jermaine. Yes. Jermaine. How about Randy? Wait, Nobody remembers Randy Jackson. From, I don't know if he's the one from American Idol. No, no, he's, he's part related. of the Jacksons. Randy? Randy Jackson? Randy Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. As if like coming to America? He was part of the Jackson. Did Jackson 5. He true? was a little one. Wow. Little Jackson. Randy. Jackson Heights own? <laughs> Mr. Randy Jackson? Jackson. No, that was wasn't that Watson. Randy Watson. That was Randy Watson. I just wanted to read Damn it. Maybe the best. I just wanted a reason to find him coming to America. Randy Watson. <laughs> Sex Thank chocolate. You. Thank you. Just nobody, nobody gives a fuck. Thank you. Thank you. 
That was so genius. That movie was. That was great. a great wall movie, man. That's one of that's one of those few wall to wall. You're right. Where like start to finish, man. There's not a like. It's funny wall to wall. There's not a lot of those. The soul glow and they get up off the couch and all the. <laughs> Let your soul. <laughs> I love that commercial, man. That was oh, that was something else, man. Okay. And that movie predicted the uh, the football game. That's right. Uh, the uh, Giants. The Giants beating the Packers and going to the Super Bowl a couple years back. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah it did. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. talked about One that. Of those we small, find any reason to match movies with real life. coincidences. Yeah. Because movies up. control our lives. Yeah. They predict the future. They really do. And apparently the Miami, you know, back to the future, there's still a chance. Miami, Chicago World Series. Well, they also have a, a lot of Jaws sequels to get out within well, the next the two years. Well, yeah, the Jaws thing I mean, ain't happening. They but listen. To, I would almost, if I was Steven Spielberg, just fucking make them. <laughs> just, just, dude, make them. Or just make that one and just call it that number. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Just as the goof. All yeah. right. The, the world's ending in like a year, right? Supposedly. What's that going to happen? They're pushing it back, by the way. Why? Wait, who's they? Uh, who's they? They. Yeah. they. Who's putting Somebody it? Makes the official scene. 2012 organization. Well, whoever governs this this piece of crap. They're pushing it to, um, I think they said 2024. They, they they announced that they were off, and then a science thing came out saying that they're off by 400 years. Or uh, or it's non-existent. Or nothing's going to happen. Those, if those Indians knew anything, they'd still be alive and not fucking dead. So <laughs> if they knew something, why aren't they wearing pants? Right. Is there a day? Like, is it like, what, New Year's Eve? That it's December gonna... 31st, 2012. Really? Yeah. So, it's, so we have to go through 2012. We have to go through did it. They, wait, did, the, did they have concept of the calendar we use today? I'm How sure they, they did. Was the Mayan they, calendar different, or do we use the Mayan? No, but those are facts. Right, no, no, you're no, looking that. for facts. Nobody's oh, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. facts here. We're just well, I just like that one guy who there's no. How does he still get to walk around? The old man who started that whole end of the world hoopla. The 80 year old guy. Remember last year? He owns every I mean, radio station in the country. That uh, guy. He owns. Yeah. Do yeah. we know his name? Who's his guy? I forgot uh, what his name was. But he, he has was, a show on TV. But he was really, of course. You remember Dick. he predicted the. It got some. It got a lot of play too. Like the first one. Like. Today's going to be the end of the world, supposedly, blah, blah, blah. Everyone doing it, like, half-heartedly joking about it. And then he delayed it to, like... Harold Camping. The Harold Camping? That's his name. <laughs> really? Harold Camping. Yeah. Didn't he write Meatballs? Wasn't that him? Uh, He's 90 years old. Jesus. And of course, an old fuck. No one should ever listen to a 90-year-old. Never. Predicting the end of the world. Predicting predicting anything. Apparently, the Mayan calendar just ended in our year 2012. But it could have just been, you know, we gave him enough, like... Someone's not going to sit there and write infinitely a calendar. So they probably just said, you know what, I'm fucking tired of writing <laughs> this calendar. This yeah. is far enough. Someone will pick it up down the road. No one did. Everyone no one cares 4,000 years from now. Yeah, you know, See? By I, then, someone will figure it out. Are you saying some guy named Joey Mayan guy yeah, Joe back Mayan in the day? I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, 2012, we're done. I did 4,000 years worth of this shit. Jesus Christ. He was yeah, like a just, Mayan plumber. It might have been their anything. version of one of those dumb desk calendars. Right. Yeah. That just ran out in 2012. Yes. There's no reason to keep making it. Listen, yeah, exactly. if you got 2012, that's far enough. Yeah, that's a long time from now. I love these conspiracy theory stuff, uh, things, and I, I go into it every now and then on the show, and I get the phone calls. Like when we oh, open up man. the lines and they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. He goes, the NWO is running everything. I'm like, I'm like, you mean to tell me Hulk Hogan, Kevin yeah. Nash, and Scott oh, Hall nice. are running everything? Right. Scott Hall can't Two tie feet. his shoes right. and, for life, and it fucks right. them up because they have life. no idea what I'm talking about. Right? Oh Jesus! Yeah, there's a lot of it's the Freemasons. The Freemasons are running our world. Freemasons. Just so you know. 
Just saying. Let's get back to uh, Asians who can't sing. Uh, Trent uh, Reznor's wife. wife. What's her name? Oh, God. Uh, Marquine Manding. Reznor. There are, I will say there are just, two A's in that. Just throw some keys. You'll figure out her name. There are two A's in that. There's a joke in there. This is her? Yeah. Sounds like Trent did produce this. Yeah, yeah really? I swear that <laughs> it does sound like he did. He could do a version of Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows, and it would have this background yeah. and this that is, slow. This is like a softer version of Terrible Lie. Nice try. Right, I'll give you. No, it was good. I hit the mark. I hit the mark. It's good. <laughs> got it in there. It's inbounds. <laughs> well, he's fucking her, so... Kudos to him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, baby, go play. Go play in the studio. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go take her. I'll tell you it's good if you suck my dick. <laughs> That's definitely him producing it. Who else? Oh, totally. This is all the... Yeah, there you go. This is all the beats he made and he just threw them away. <laughs> that they never used? Yeah. I think it's just the one beat he just keeps using over and over. No one's caught on yet. This actually sounds like 30 different... I'm afraid of Americans. <laughs> I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid of Americans. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Johnny's a fight of American. Maybe we can find like a different song. This is that was kind of silly. Space, the space in between. You know, it's kind of. All right, go ahead. What's that? It's kind of like what? It's fun as bro. Wow. This is really just Trent Reznor. It is. So she's all about like just dreary. Drony wow, sound. you know well, what? That's this what this, this like. couple must be a real hoot to go out to dinner with. <laughs> Jesus so what did you guys do today? Uh, well, about suicide. <laughs> right. The mundane. It was like that thing you mentioned last week when we were talking about somebody. I don't know what. But uh, like it seems like anytime Trent talks, he's got this type of beat behind him. <laughs> This. There's like a there's like a shot of her all bloody. God, what a miserable couple these two are. Jesus. Yeah, it must have been like when when, uh, when Marilyn Manson had to make music videos. Like again, the creepy things that we're doing again. This one for this one. Yeah, okay. with the shaking head. Yeah, it was just yeah. everything had to be creepy, creepy, dark, and like. It was a good time for music though. What the nineties? Uh, the nineties. It is very kind of it's it's odd, right? That Trent makes such depressing music, and then he finds a girl who loves depressing music. I guess it's not that hard. I mean, what makes him happy? Like, what's something that like makes him laugh? Not balloons. Balloons yeah. should make everybody happy. I don't think with these two. Maybe death makes them happy. No wonder why Richard he- Patrick left the group. <laughs> Do you think he owns anything that isn't black? Like, honestly. Yeah, really. It's like general, every room black yeah. and matte. Oh, geez, flowers You know what? Burning. This guy... What the fuck? You know, fuck Trent. He's like 40 you years would, old. You would, wouldn't you? And this he's, is, he's still... Be near that Grammy, he's, he's still doing the teen angst thing. Oscar, yeah. I did it again. He's 40 and he's doing the teen angst thing still. He's a millionaire. You should be happy by now. What are you doing the teen angst he thing? He still is. Just sad still and the, depressed. The, everything yeah. is just, just so sad. And then he passed it on to his brother, who's probably 19. <laughs> you know? Oh, the bed's on fire now. Well, he married her when she was eight, you know? Yeah. It's over there, you know? You know, you gotta lay your groundwork. 
What an awful video. It is so scary, right? The song is the same exact one as the last one. Yeah. It's just this drony nonsense. The motel room that they Who's set on fire. Who's listening to this? Uh, probably her right now back at home. This does sound like every song that's playing as I enter a record store on the rare occasions. <laughs> it's always on in the background. Trenton Reznor's wife has watched this 1,276,879 times. And the rest of the time is Dave Navarro looking for pointers. Right. (laughs) If you want to see it, it's uh, How to Destroy Angels. The song is called The Space in Between. You'll find it on YouTube. And now she's catching on fire. This is the sounds of uh, Trenton Reznor's wife. What what are they like in the bed? What do they sound like? I have no idea. I don't think they make noise. It's just I think the silence. So, yeah. This is actually their outgoing message on their answering machine. <laughs> All 15 minutes? Yeah. Just, you have to sit through the, uh, uh well. Oh, and it just ends. Oh, my God. Yeah, this yeah. Anything's worth. There's no Isn't that finale. the way life is? Isn't that yeah. the way? It just ends. Life does not have endings. Happy. <laughs> They are a couple of miserable fucks. Dark they must for sure, be. man. Holy crap! Wow. What a what a. Ugh. Dude, what do they find fun? That's just a bleak. You know I wonder what? if they if all their Netflix is all romantic comedies, like it's ah, the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Love Actually is How I Met Your yeah. Mother. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, they're big fans of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. <laughs> Something all, about Mary again yeah. on their instant cue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> laughing. All right, we're going to do the Reese Witherspoon movie marathon. That is so weird. Get your best black pajamas. Damn, for a guy who's had so much success in life. All right, here we go. Another one? Another one. They're all the same. He literally did give his wife all the beats. Jesus, yeah, it's the same. It's the same song. I get it, broad. <laughs> She's a lot of fun, that one. <laughs> She's a real hoot at yeah. parties. Go to Atlantic City with her. Awesome. She's a blast, I'm telling you. All right, you. one more try. I think this one's going to be more right, upbeat. This one's going to be upbeat. This is going to be like Katy Perry. Yeah. Right, here we go. Okay, it's nope. not bad. Some, some, uh, some African drums. That's it's right. great until she starts singing. And then, <laughs> look at that microphone, Karen. That's a blue mic. I like that mic. Oh. All right, so we get it. Here's some... She's got good dick sucking lips. I can give Trent that much credit. It's a good angle. Mm. I wonder if Trent's a fan of the show because I'm completely insulting his wife. Can you imagine if he was? I know. I never get to punch you right in the nuts. (laughs) Insult to to call his wife a good dick sucker? Probably not. Uh, An insult? Well, no, not so much that. It would be one thing if you said she's got good dick sucking lips, but then to go, yeah, she's terrible at the thing she loves to do the most. And also, she has dick sucking lips. (laughs) And also, you're terrible for doing the same crap over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. on top of that, she has dick-sucking lips. So Although I love really his music. I, has she sung yet? I think she's she in the background there. I think this is the chorus, actually. <laughs> yeah. She's making all those sounds. This is the hook. This is the single. I don't know why Z100's not playing. Yeah, I don't know. This is the radio version, also. Yeah, but six minutes and 20 seconds. Jesus is this it? Alright. There has to be something. Oh, here it comes. What? No. Is this her mixing stuff or did she just fell in the mixer? <laughs> That's funny. 
That's it, huh? That's it. For, this is uh, the best song she has, by the way. I'll for five and a half minutes, this is what you get for five and a half minutes. 200,000 people watched this, and look how many people liked it. 300, 300,000. Basically 300,000. How many people liked this? It's just a lot of people. 832 likes. <sighs> Wait, hold on. How oh, many likes? 832? Yeah. Out of 300,000 people watching it? Yeah, but only like 60 dislikes, so... You get around. It's like effort yeah. to make on the like. You know, it is in this world. Like or dislike oh. something? Are you kidding me? You like, know what I saw somebody dislike, which was... Uh, I was I was trying to download like... Life. white. <laughs> yeah, just in general. <laughs> there was a video that someone keeps clicking. <laughs> Do not like... Um, there was I was just looking up white noise, like just to download and to to put on so my girl could go to sleep. Sure. Yeah. So somebody disliked the white noise video. Like, <laughs> what is there to dislike? Either you need the white noise or you don't. And if you do dislike it, why are you watching it? Yeah. I don't understand. Where, where does the negative comment have to come in? There's there's nothing. There, they it, prefer pink noise. That's why. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, this is not. This noise isn't as good as the air conditioner noise right. on the other <laughs> so, video. Somebody a, disliked white noise. This is a total ripoff of ceiling fan, and people should know. Oh, I'm hoping that was just a goof. I love it reading was. those Yelp reviews because sometimes they're so off. Like there's a Thai place that we go to on Bell. Oh. Uh, air ones ah. and this person gave it one star and the reason why is because they hate Thai food <laughs> <laughs> and Logical. I'm thinking why the fuck are you why going you there because it says Thai restaurant it really is the worst of humanity the, yeah it's just the internet just really reveals what pieces of garbage exist <laughs> that we could hide from we could be away from but now it's all part of the same contingent the flip side which reviews is great is uh, the classic there's there's a couple but one in, that I have in mind on Amazon is the insane amount of reviews for milk for a gallon of milk oh wow and uh, just the stories that people develop just funny is all like you you get it you you get involved in it. you start reading all these reviews because what do they what do they write about uh, yeah I could call it up there's another one for a, a three wolf t-shirt which is incredible and how you know there's a lot of like nerd- people just want to be heard. No, but you know, yeah, don't but you care, don't you get, don't you get ridiculous funny. emails? I do. Uh, a lot of shit pictures. <laughs> pictures of literal. I, there's, uh, I didn't know, yeah. by the way, you could buy milk on yeah. Amazon. There is uh, 1,200 uh, customer reviews on one gallon of Tuscan whole milk. Oh. And some of the stories are just like, there's just I, I get the first. Uh, I got it. I get the first 1,294 reviews, but who's who wants to be 1,295? Who's like, I don't know. Know if people's opinions have been made in this. I got to jump in on this. But why do you why do you need reviews on milk? It's not about the reviews. People just make up shitty like funny stories. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. It is. Okay, so fair enough. You know, like uh, once upon a midday sunny, while I savored nuts and honey with my Tuscan whole milk, one, one gallon, 128 fluid ounces. I swore as I went on with my lapping. Suddenly there came a tapping, <laughs> as someone as uh, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at the icebox door, bed condenser that I muttered. Vibrating the icebox door, only this and nothing more. You see, so I was like, you know. Like, How many people found that review helpful? Uh, <laughs> 14. It's amazing. 6,000 people found that <laughs> oh my God. review helpful. It's amazing that somebody took the time to even write that about. What? Well, it started as a goof, and then all of a sudden it's just explain. You know, what's one person? You know, right? Oh, that right. wasn't review like number nine hundred and something. That was the first one. No, 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 no. That well, was I just think a highly- that's become a like a gimmick, like a fun thing to do, which is like, oh, continue writing so, a review on. Now milk. the three mountain wolf has two thousand reviews. Now these are people actually just. 
post it. Yeah, but like the wolf shirts have become like a meme on the internet. You know? Right. People okay. really need to So find. dual function design. This item has wolves on it, which makes it uh, intrinsically sweet and worth five <laughs> stars by itself. But once I tried it on, that's when the magic happened. After checking to ensure that the shirt would properly cover my girth, I walked from my trailer to Walmart with the shirt on and was immediately approached by women. The women knew from the wolves that on my shirt that Let's say that I uh, where'd it go? Oh shit! That I, like a wolf, am a mysterious loner who knows how to howl at the moon from time to time. If you catch my drift, the woman that approached me wanted to know if I would be their boy, would be their boyfriend, and or give them money for saying for something they called meth. <laughs> I told him no because they didn't have enough teeth. And frankly, a man with a wolf shirt shouldn't settle for the first thing that comes to him. I arrived and it continues. I arrived at Walmart, mounted my courtesy scooter, walking is walking such a drag, sitting side saddle so that my wolves would show. When I was browsing tube socks, I could hear aroused asthmatic breathing behind me. I turned around to see a slightly sweaty dream in sweatpants and flip-flops standing there. She told me she liked the wolves on my shirt. I told her I wanted to howl at her moon. She offered me a swig of her Mountain Dew and I drove my scooter with her shuffling alongside out the door and into the rest of our lives. Thank you, wolf shirt. <laughs> Pros. Fits my girthy frame, has wolves on it, attracts women. Cons. Only three wolves. Could probably use a few more on the quote-unquote guns. Cannot see wolves when sitting with my arms crossed. Wolves would have been better if they glowed in the dark. <laughs> so that goes, there's about like 2,000 of those type of reviews in 10 years of radio we've received maybe two reviews of that length about the radio show (laughs) (laughs) maybe two but you just told me there's what hundreds of thousands yeah Yeah, 26,000 or something like that at least 26,000 people that found that review about a gallon of milk (laughs) a gallon of fucking milk but my my thing that I just found out is apparently nobody at Amazon reads these reviews. Like there isn't you could just if you buy something, I guess you could just post anything on. Oh yeah, you don't. I don't think you have to buy it to really. Place a review. No, that no, it doesn't make any sense. If you have an account, you can just review it. Yeah. Oh really? All right. I th- so here's a, here's like a one star. I think some of the benefits are exaggerated. Wolf <laughs> <laughs> oh, shirt. <laughs> so I got this wolf shirt because of, you know, the sweet wolves on it. <laughs> However, having owned the shirt the, the, for three weeks now and having tried it on a variety of situations, both formal and informal, I begin to believe that some of the benefits, as described by other reviewers, are exaggerated. For example, not one supermodel has approached me. <laughs> some of you may be used to having supermodels approach you on a regular basis, but believe me, I am not. I would notice when should they appear in my vicinity. And it just goes on and, and but these things like those wrong. are not bad. Those are I think that's something clever. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'm sure there's some real duds in there, but I mean, fucking two thousand plus reviews on. I mean, once you get a couple of people doing it, then it just and then it's just it's just it just grows. It just grows and grows. Trying to outdo each other, I guess. Yeah, the but there are some funny stuff. I mean, there are yeah. some funny ones. But yeah, so I don't know how we got on this, but the whole thing with these like reviews and whatnot. Oh, you're talking about like Yelp and people leaving wacky reviews and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And the YouTube comments, I think. You got any more now? But you know what the thing is? Like, I will look for shit online now because I'm, I'm a big online shopper uh, just for the convenience factor. But now reviews are becoming unhelpful because... Oh, people are just fucking them up. People are just fucking them up. They're just being, they're just being weird about it. They're not 
they'll put these like asinine comments. I'm like, okay, so is this legitimate, or are you just replying? You're just going to be completely uh, opposite to whatever the previous poster posted because you have some sort of beef. With I them. like a lot of. I like a lot of. Uh, I don't know what that other asshole's talking about, but when I. <laughs> When I got this, it totally fucking doesn't work. And then, I hate when the arguments start on that shit. It's so stop it. These people have no lives. There's no reason to have an argument over reviews of a product. I, yeah, and that and also, uh, I like when any, no matter what YouTube video you post, uh, it doesn't take long before it gets racist. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. And or political. Oh, Someone just yes. says the N-word for yeah. no reason, no matter what it is. There it's like a, a child crying. Yeah. Well, the best is like Yahoo Answers. Oh, those are just gorgeous. Some of those things that go on. I remember we did that bit a long time. We just look at Yahoo Answers, and there's some of the responses are just. But just in that Yahoo Answers, I like anything that's not regulated. Like it's just based on yeah. this this idea of like we're just gonna throw it out there and let people handle this and see <laughs> if it works out. And it never does. It just never ever does. Well, you know, reading reading the response is kind of like watching the news because you got to watch the news and make your own opinion of the news. You can't listen to them. Right. So you read all the 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 responses on the internet from YouTube or whatever this is, and you make your own opinion of what these people think. Of the product. The White Castle up the block has is a four star restaurant according to Yelp. Oh, it is. What are you the place me? has four stars depending on the neighborhood. If I had a choice between Per Se or White Castle, I'm gonna have to think about it. Really? Le Cirque and and White Castle. I pick White Castle. <laughs> Awful place, by the way. What Le Cirque? Awful. What is Le Cirque? I don't what know. is Le Cirque? A very pretentious place to eat that's going to cost you $1,000 for dinner. Oh, and you leave hungry, right? I was starving. Awesome. Just go to Applebee's. I went, I went, I went like two weeks ago for Justin's birthday. We went to Le Cirque. Do a little, you do a little, a little too much little place drop in there, Andrew. You do a lot of play, You're like our old co-host, Ronnie yeah, Beans. You're like the new Ronnie Beans. Well, I was. I'm working Andrew the Beans. other day. Andy Beans. <laughs> Andy Beans. <laughs> no, it's almost embarrassing to say where I, where I went. What do you mean? Le Cirque is that bad? Le Cirque was by far one of the worst dinners I've ever had. Give me the most douchiest place you've ever been. To uh, eat? To eat? Mm. I've gone to Bruxelles. What? That's douchey? Yeah, Le Cirque is douchey. See, I, Le wouldn't, is I, douchey. I wouldn't go to that place No, I'll tell you where it's douchey. Koi in the Bryan Park Hotel. $1,400 dinner, four people. Here's been there, right? You've been to Koi. Yeah. All the time. I jerk off there. You, know, you know how douchey it was? <laughs> Who was... Um, uh, Nick Lachey was there that night. Really? That's how douchey the place was. What year, though? What year were we 2000 talking about? 2005. Ooh, that's a pretty good year for Nick Lachey. No, 2006. Do you yeah, believe, that was a good Nick Lachey Do you year. believe I was at Benny Hanna's uh, a couple of years ago? Wow, that's a long time ago. I don't the, believe you've been anywhere other than White Castle. No, I went to Benny Hanna's, and I was I walked into the place. One of the guys from Naughty by Nature was sitting at the bar. <laughs> was <laughs> right? that Vincent? Yeah, so I walk in, we get seated, right? You know, it's a place, it's like a Chinese place where they dice up all the shit in yeah, front of you. Yeah, they have the, they cut it up and all that right. in front of you, yeah. Fucking boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. One of the dudes from NSYNC comes in, and I'm like the only fucking dude in the place with my, my friends. One dude from NSYNC comes in, mm-hmm. and I walk outside to get some air, the fucking, another guy from uh, Backstreet Boys comes rolling. What? Yeah. Three fucking, four people in the joint, one from Naughty by Nature, and two fucking boy band guys. You were there during a meeting of a super band. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's, Putting it that's together. The, that's the end of my story as a radio uh, no. personality. Uh, right apparently, that's I think you got as much out of the Benihana Naughty by Nature story as you could get. I mean, what do you want? You know, yeah, that's pretty much You're it. not going to turn it into a fucking three-episode arc. What are you going to do? <laughs> Wait, Rachel's <laughs> saying they had a band, not even kidding. Who? I get everyone you were just talking about. Is that true? Well, no, no. it was the uh, it was uh, Joey Joey from Instinct. Of course it was. And the Joey, Joey from Yeah, and, and the blonde-headed kid from... Uh, 
Backstreet Boys. Aaron, the Carter? Nick, Nick Carter. Carter. Nick Carter. Carter, yeah. Wait. And where was this? It was at Benny Hanna's. No, where? Like in what? the city. Oh, really, Manhattan? Yeah. In Huntington. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, what times have been tough Benihana? for Naughty by Nature. I don't know, some fucking thing. You were a hibachi? Yeah. Hey, what did you eat? They didn't have checker fingers there. No, I couldn't get coffee either. I drink fucking <laughs> sake, which is like fucking warm urine. <laughs> fucking Asians. Uh, it would have been. It would have sucked for you to have to be in the Korean War because that's all there was. Yeah. You would not have enjoyed. Mash. I did not. I couldn't get a cup of coffee in the place. So I was like, "Can I get coffee?" She's like, yes, uh, sake, great." I'm like, "No, not suck." That's funny you say that, though, Harry, because Koreans apparently, at least in this area, which is a very strong Korean community, uh-huh. love uh, chicken fingers. Oh, right? Really? Chicken? Tons I should of date chicken places. Tons around. A lot of chicken places. Really? And oh, very wow. good. Okay. Very cool. good. Right. Like, Garen, Garen's a connoisseur when it comes to chicken fingers. And he enjoys is that them. your big thing, chicken I fingers? I fucking love chicken He's fingers. He's like a four-year-old. Holy <laughs> eat. Kidding me? And hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's better than chicken fingers, a little barbecue sauce, and some uh, Cajun fries. Chicken fingers are great. I'm not gonna lie. No, they're they good, good, but I mean standard. that's his own. That's his diet. That's it. Wow. Okay. No, that's not it. Oh, but, sorry, um, throw an occasional salad. Six times a week. Why not? Yeah. You know. <laughs> that and you know, mix it up with dip. Yeah. There. Dip and a couple beers. You're fine. Yeah, that it's always good to base your dietary supplement on anything you get at a concession stand yeah. at a basketball game. I guess. Absolutely, it makes you good, feel that, good about is yourself. Is that not cut up with you at all? Like, is it, there's no cholesterol? You do some exercising, you know. Okay. I, my heart's probably pounding like crazy, but you know, you when know. When was the last time you were at the doctor? Not to get into the. Uh, no, let's do this. This is a good question. A long time if this ago. saves your life, this would be great. If this is how you find out, like, no, you should really go get it checked out. There's no. That's the thing, though. I heard nothing's gonna be wrong with them. The doctor would be like, "What the fuck are you doing here? You're fine. Get the fuck out of here." Perfect. With, with your constant dipping Maybe. chicken fingers and exercising. Right, he does exercise. All right. You exercise a fiend. You run. Yeah, I run. Jess is on a running kick, by the way. Ruining my life. Why is that ruining Because now she's eating healthy. So what's wrong with well, now, that? Now, now, by virtue, he's got to eat healthy. Yeah, so now I have to eat healthy. It's awful. So what's wrong? There's nothing wrong. You know what? You're going to get to that point where she goes, you know, Andrew, you should do something. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I know. She's lost like 10 pounds. Because so she's going to have gonna, the abs and everything. Yeah. She's going to, you know, walk into the she's bathroom. Gonna look, she's going to be in like there shaving. S- she's going to scope you and be like, mm, The sad there. part in all this is when we met, I was 220, all muscle. Right. Went downhill after that. That's what happens yeah. when you get married. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Great. I don't know. I just throw that out there. Anyway. Best thing ever. She's gonna do that. I'll give it about it's three never, weeks. It's never. Uh, it's never you though. It's always like we should do something. We should, we should do, do more something. stuff together. We should. Yeah. We should yeah. go running together. Meaning, well, the meaning is you should do yeah. something. She's give given up on the run. She's like, you want to take a walk? You never would go. No. Why not? That's nah, too much. To run, man. I I'm I used to run a mile in, in in six minutes. I was in great shape well, ten I'm, years I'm ago. I'm jealous of you then, because if you apparently not are not doing anything, you look great for someone who doesn't really do. No, much. I just sit there. Well, you're very lucky then. Like yeah, last night she's like, oh, you want to get Chinese food? I'm like, oh my god, yeah, just order something. I don't. It's too much for me sure. to think of. Just get something. Get a lot. Sure. She ordered. Broccoli, <gasps> just steamed broccoli no! in sauce. That's that. what she came home with. Over like two of them. She's like, "Here you go. Here's mine. Here's yours." Steamed broccoli. Steamed broccoli oh, with like the the garlic sauce. Oh, that's a waste. What a that's waste, a waste of Chinese, of Chinese food. food night. Yeah, ruined oh, it. Chinese. Yeah, such a happy time. Yeah. Just fucking shit all over it, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> it is like it's like Santa Claus when they hear the bell ring when Chinese. Food I was saying, Karen, I'm like, that's why I got loaded last night at two o'clock in the morning with a bottle of wine in bed. Boy, you're really doing a great job yeah. with this. <laughs> you're really uh, encouraging a wife yeah. to exercise. So you, you just have no interest in going running with her? 
Dude, it's going to come to a head. Dude, when the when the chicks start exercising and know, you notice that I their know. partner isn't, it's going to come to a head. You have to do something. But he's, he's fine. He's, he's not like... No, he's not. not, he's, he's not. I got a little belly, but that's oh, about it. Off. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. She's going to want you to do something. Oh, yeah, I know. Because mm-hmm. she's going to get a trainer. Mm-hmm. No. And she's going to leave me for fucking Tyrone. I'm telling you. <laughs> Absolutely. They Jamal and Tyrone, her two... Her two Trainers from Foxy this Boxing. Goes through his head. That's what he's thinking. That's <laughs> exactly where I'm going. Tyrone. She'll be dating half of St. John's basketball yeah. team. <laughs> nice. Go Red Storm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's gonna be like Andrew. I'm leaving you for who? Felipe Lopez. Yeah, right. the point guard. You know he plays yeah. for the uh, local college team here. Yeah, oh, you gotta start doing. You know something. Tyson Chandler's coming to the Knicks, so you yeah. better be careful. She goes to the Knicks game. That guy's know. got a huge dick. I'm telling you. <laughs> 610 straight from the mouth of babes over yeah. there right there trust me that thing's a fucking monster I like that you're like trust it's like me. the L.I. double R train to Ronkonkoma that's how long it is <laughs> I think she has like Stockholm Syndrome at this point she's not going anywhere right. oh, oh madness okay. no, we're just joking with you but I understand why you don't go running they just don't. run. I don't, what do you want? I can't. I don't have time. You ever exercise? Make like, the effort to go I outside. To. I used to. Walk. No, no, we're talking about now. Because we're you know my problem is, I'll do it and I'll get really into it. Okay. And then, like, let's say I hurt my arm and I can't do it for like three days. It's over. Mm. Either I do it every day like a maniac, or I can't do it at all. Mm. Maybe that's a problem. Sub- maybe subconsciously that's your way of getting out of it. Getting out of it. You yeah. just want to crash yeah. it into a wall so you don't have to drive. I'm it. like, isn't there something I could just inject in me? I know. I wish there was. I like, hate running in the like cold, that? but I went yesterday. Fucking just bundled up. I can't do the running thing. I do other exercise. Yeah. Like, I try to work out. Like, do, it's do, tough, man. It to is. Get back it into sucks. It. I don't know how you do. You because you're well. You have free time, so yeah, that's why you do it. <laughs> I do it because uh, the only person I'm laying is myself. <laughs> It is easier to when you're not. That's the only thing I, uh, I I miss about like being not with a couple in a couple in mm. that like you do have a lot less time or a lot more time mm. just mm. to do your own shit. There's right. nobody else's schedule. You gotta like right, right, right. Yeah, you don't you have know? to mend schedules. Yeah, like are you are you on a different schedule now? Like if you were single, would you stay up all the time? Like I never went to sleep. Now oh, I'm yeah. in bed I, at like I'm 10. like I'm I'm a lot more tired now. There's just more things to do. It's wow. like you know a lot more errands to run. Yeah. And I'm mentally. Well, tired. I used to be up. No, no. Like I used to be able to. I used to be up. But you know, you know, if we, if we have a whole bunch of shit to do, we're going places. I, I just naturally, if I'm doing stuff, that I get tired quickly. That's just me. That's just me. Do but chicks if, always have things to do, or is it just the, all the fact time. that if when you're dating them, they have a lot of things to do? No. Or they make you do a lot. No, we collectively just have a lot of stuff to do mm. i mean i would do a lot of stuff i mean like cleaning it's just it's it's a it's a given mm. i mean now i'm kind of grateful because i have a helper so. he's ocd by the way i'm not oh, ocd okay. i just like to have clean things he's ocd bad. so i try to i'm ocd but I'm, i don't have time to do it so it just doesn't happen <laughs> wow that's a weird I just, i'm just very <laughs> the miserable. lazy ocd <laughs> i was very miserable at my house we're like this is all a fucking mess like I wanted to get rid of uh, I wanted I don't I don't put up my trophies like oh, dumb like I don't give a shit like my dumb high school trophies Your third like, grade karate yeah. trophy but I but the reason I don't put them up is because it bothers me to have shit out in the open like, <laughs> it really it, yeah that and then I, I wanted I I had to fight not to throw out all my DVD like the boxes of it mm. like I decided like oh that's tough fuck that's this a- I don't need this shit and that part of me wants to just take all the DVDs and put them all on one spindle so they're all on one right. spindle right. and I don't have to look at them. And they're not all out, and but I don't know. You can't it's, get rid of the boxes. Uh, it's hard. It's, it is mo- I, I got rid of like half of them, but there's still like the Monty Python box set. They did a nice job with. I can't get rid of that. No, you can't do that. Ki- anything that comes in a nice uh, or that I have in a series, 
like uh, with a bunch together. I can't. It's like orphans. I can't separate these. <laughs> I can't. These poor guys have to go together. I can't do anything. See, the DVD collection is one thing. Like when you move in with a girlfriend, like you get married, the DVD collection kind of merges. Like okay. you inherit the sure. DVD collection and they okay. become one. My DVD oh, yeah. collection is Felicity. Yeah, well, that's like yours. Every that's yours. And about, One Tree Hill. What about Jessica's? What did, what did, what did no, the bring? One Tree Hill is mine. Felicity is <laughs> oh, hers. Oh, sorry. And Veronica Mars is mine. Of course yeah. it is. Wow, you're a very big fan of the UPN and the <laughs> WB. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's that guy watching. I started off liking urban shows. I merged into 14-year-old girl a lot uh, of sisters. TV shows. Yeah. Sparks. 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 Yeah, only only a guy who watched urban shows. Those are all like the shows that were very popular on like the UPN that only black people watched. Sisters was a cop out. She was really light skinned that that lead girl. <laughs> that was a major cop out. And she had white parents. Shit, I can't remember the name. The the the, the uh, spin off to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was into Angel? that show. Angel. Angel. I was into that show, which was a bit of a teeny bopper esque. Was a big show. homeboys from outer space kind of. No. I'm <laughs> Jay Moore told a story once where he like he got he pitched something to UPN and they said no. And then as he walked out, he saw the poster for Homeboys in Outer Space. And he's like, I just got rejected by the network that said yes to Homeboys in Outer Space. <laughs> Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Yeah. Oh boy. Where the fuck am I career-wise when that's? Ugh. Who is this Felicity? Uh, Who was like the main actor? I never. I never. Carrie saw. Russell was her name. Harry Russell. Carrie Russell. Yeah, the bro with the hair. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, that's how I actually describe her too. Carrie. Bro with the hair. You're not too far off. Yeah. Joey generic. Wait, uh, Ali McBeal. Explain that one. Uh, the skinny broad. That I, used watch, I used to watch that uh, show though. Yeah. What was her broad. name? Callista Flockhart. What is she doing now? Uh, Fucking uh, Han Solo. Ford, yeah. Stop it. She's been no. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a while now too. What? Yeah, for a long time. She's banging Harrison Ford. I bro- I broke up with a girl because I think I was like in ninth grade. I broke up with a girl because she wouldn't go out when that show was on. When uh, Ali McBeal was on. Okay. And I just couldn't take it. I'm like, I, I can't fucking be with you. That's funny. I'm like, was you're an really awful more, person. Not so much the timing thing. Was it more of like a matter of principle that you had to abide by this fucking rule? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's one night. Like, it's like I, I can't go out. Yeah. Ali McBeal is on. I have to watch it. I'm like, it's the same shit. She's a fucking lawyer. It's an awful show. Ugh. I could get that. I actually, you actually. By the way, the girl became a lawyer. The girl I dumped. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, by the way, Steve Gutenberg got a, uh, a, Yo, boy. a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We'll talk about that right after Jesus the break. Sorry. Harry Tarjanian checking out with us yeah. in studio. Ihatecomedy.com. Ihatecomedy.com. Andrew Zarian, GFQ leader. Leader. Conqueror. Yeah. Emperor. I hate running.com. We're almost outnumbering you guys, by the way. Who? We just need one more. <laughs> what? No. Armenians? No. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Fucking guys. Yeah. All right, back right This is 50% of the population right here. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're f- That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. Uh, here is uh, old school BMF. Hey, hello, Karen. Rock it. This is old school BMF, which stands for what, Karen? Bad motherfucker. There you go. That's right, bad motherfucker. Right. Anyway, hey, at work we named my fish 
that I have on my desk? Fish? That Kev. So he's a part of our department wow. now. He even has his own ID badge. That Kev's got a fish named after him. That Kev's a little fishy. I'm a guppy. That Kev fish. We actually we keep him in a beer aquarium. Just fill it with beer. <laughs> Bud Light. That Kev fish went very good. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Kev fish. <laughs> Fat Kev do a mean backstroke, dude. Fat Kev needs another feeding. <laughs> what up with that, bad motherfucker? What happened to the diver in the bottom of Fat Kev's fishbowl? Fat Kev's tank needs to be cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the fish speaks in third person? <laughs> Fat Kev fish. Fat Kev fish. Fat Kev fish. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> hey, I wonder if it's a because I just I think it's my brother has a blowfish. Fat Kev swimming through the castle. <laughs> Fat Kev fish likes hanging in the castle, dude. Fat Kev spends Mondays by the seaweed, Tuesdays by the rocks. <laughs> Fat Kev weekends at the top of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Catfish thinks the clownfish is pretty hot, dude. Fat Catfish just thinks he's got a chance, dude. <laughs> Fat Cat don't like that catfish. We're gonna fuck him up. Fat Cat. Three fish pellets deep. <laughs> <laughs> that cab needs some coarse life fish food. Three <laughs> uh, <laughs> fish pellets. Lord, no one please. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Lunatic radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Lunatic radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. And now back to the LunaticRadio.com show. We suck. What up, everybody? LR Show. Broadcasting live from New York. Rock hanging out with you. Harry T. I hate comedy.com. That's right, sir. In studio. Great comedian out of New York. Shout out to Zach in the chat room. He's taking his screen name Virgin Zach. So at least he's he's embracing it. Oh, perfect. Is that our uh that's our guy, right? That's yeah, that's your boy. That's, that's the dude. That's your, that's your sweet boy. You should call in again and be all depressing. Oh yeah. It's a kid that hasn't he's what, 19, what's the story again? Yeah. He's uh part of one of those uh, what are they called? The uh, 
boy groups? <laughs> boy band? Boy band? No, no, like, like uh, boy youth groups. Youth groups. Youth oh, group. youth groups. Okay. Uh, wow, look at him instantly. He's got it on, he's got it on like auto. Hasn't been uh, laid. He's going to save himself towards marriage. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We're trying to change him on this thing, whole deal. <laughs> hey, Zach, how are you, man? Uh, a little sick, guys. You're sick? By the way, Zach, why does it look like somebody's holding you up in a fucking shed like, <laughs> in the corner of the... I don't know what the hell it is. What are you doing there, buddy? I uh, just feel sick today. Why do you feel oh? sick? It's because you haven't had pussy. Language. Oh. No, um, I can't. I ate a beat up a couple of just wasn't feeling too well. I don't care what you just said. I don't care what you just said. You ate a rat. Have you smelled pussy yet? Well, that's not the way to start that. That's not like the best introduction to that. Nobody, nobody loves pussy for the smell. Nobody's like, oh man, I can't wait to smell all that pussy. You know, I didn't realize that he kind of looks like Stifler a little bit. He does. He looks like a disgruntled Stifler. I can see Stifler. that. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Stifler's brother, <laughs> Joey Stifler. Yeah, the one that's just not famous. How you doing there, Zach? What's going on? You had a problem today? Yeah, you ate a bad burrito. What was it? Don't pick your nose on camera. <laughs> So I went to Buffalo Wild Wings last night, and I'm going to go down too well today. So you went to Buffalo Wild Wings last night. B-dubs! And you're not feeling so good about today, which is almost over. Mm. Yeah. When did you wake up, Zach? Just like five minutes ago? <laughs> um, yeah, I took some soup, and now I'm feeling better about it. Are you on the spaceship about to land on the moon? Because it's the same type of feed. <laughs> That Neil Armstrong had. This kid, every week, <laughs> he's got a different 65. setup and how he talks to us. So. Yeah, is it? I don't, he's I mean, trying. I, gotta, I know. I got to understand. I mean, he's it looks. Trying. He's got the headset and everything, but it does sort of sound like there should be a beep every time he stops yes, talking. Right. Yeah, repeat the line one small step for man. He's <laughs> talking from a phonograph. <laughs> By the way, last week when he called into the radio program, it sounded like he was on a continental flight. <laughs> What do you mean? Heading into Cleveland, by the way, I'm just saying. Oh, all right. It was dissenting. Oh, okay. I do have dissenting. a story for you guys this week. You have a story? It'd be great if yep. we could hear it. Yeah, you gotta speak. You gotta put that mic near your mouth. No, no joke. Put okay. the mic near your mouth. Just that. like a dick. Go ahead. There you go. Perfect. How's this sound? That a boy. That's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's better. Right, it's, I don't um, think that's a microphone. It it sounds kind of like uh, the background noise of one of Trent Reznor's songs. <laughs> right. At this point. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Zach. The floor is yours. All right, so this is from when I spent the summer out in Vegas. I about three or four days on slept a couple hours. My cousin was sick in his truck, and I was helping him. And uh, my friends invited me to this party, and I wasn't sure if I should go or not. It's and they persuaded me with the one key word of girls, hot chicks, and teeny. So, but um. So we went to the party about 7.30. We got there, and about 8 o'clock, I blacked out. Jesus. <laughs> Good for you. Did you, oh, men- did you mention any better. drinking? Did you drink to black out, or you just blacked out from <laughs> yeah, right. just the thought of seeing girls in bikinis? <laughs> so, uh, Question. <laughs> I, blacked, I blacked out because I stayed up. I've been up for all the past four days because my cousin needed help on his truck, and I've probably only got about three or four hours of sleep the entire four days. Mm, okay. But it, it gets better, trust me. Okay. Uh, hoping. So um, I wake, so I wake up at this house and there's these six sit, sleeping next to me. She's fully clothed, and I check myself. I don't have shirts or pants on, but I have like basketball shorts on. And I'm looking around in this house, thinking, where am I? What just, what happened this last night? 
and she wakes up and goes like, and looks at me, I look at her and goes like, did we do anything last night? She goes, no, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, it's never, it's rarely the man who's going, oh, yeah. thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you, did you check your dick? Like, did you check if it was wet? Uh, well, it was wet, but there is a reason. But, um, so I asked her, well, what happened last night? She goes like, I don't know, I've been, when you came into this room, I was just watching some TV. And you asked if I could just crash in here with me, and that was about one o'clock this morning. So between eight o'clock and one, I had no clue what happened. So we go out uh, into the living room, and about five of her friends are, sit- are sleeping on the couch and on the floor, and my clothes are in the corner, sobbing wet. Oh, oh. This is like the original oh, draft of Memento. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But let's figure it out. <laughs> so He's got right on his arm. Don't, don't suck dick. <laughs> tattooed on his arm. <laughs> okay, so all right, so the clothes are wet. They're in the corner. Um, proceed, sir. So I go, so I go over to check for stuff, and my cell phone and my iPod are missing. And my um, two hundred dollar headphones I got as a gift are missing from my cousin. Headphones. Yeah. They were like the Dr. Dre Proceed with the story, sir. <laughs> I was just saying. No need for product placement <laughs> in this. Really? Uh, don't worry, the ADHD gets me a lot too. But, um, so I check my wallet and there's $50 in there that I don't remember having from last night. And all my stuff is missing. And one of the, the first girl wakes up and goes like, hey, you're the one, you're the one, and she must have been so drunk or something because she was repeating herself. You're the one that jumped in the pool last night. Which explains why all my clothes is wet. Okay. I go, well, what happened last night? Well, about um, 11 o'clock, we had a, we had a basketball shooting contest into the pool. And you parkoured up the um, side of the house, onto the roof, backflipped, and made a shot. For 50 bucks. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've done that, but I was high off on Percocets. That's my excuse. Fortunately, this is the same conversation you would have with a friend on the phone who wasn't interested in your story, yet we're doing it on the radio. That's what makes you guys geniuses. Dummy in Tampa is completely just not buying any of this guy's rap whatsoever. Dummy in Tampa calls shenanigans. It's not so insane that it's there to buy. I don't feel like anything's happened. He's like, holy fucking shit, no way. Well, no, he's, he's a constant call over the radio program. Oh, you, so you feel like he's embellishing, yeah, finding he, reasons he, to call. Dude, because this is this I is don't. this story is turning into a fucking Buddy Hackett joke where the the setup is about five minutes. <laughs> right. But so people don't believe him. Is that it's very thing? much possible. It's plausible, but um, does it matter? Really? Is the point? Is it entertaining? I think that's right, really that's the question. Yeah. Is it so? In the end, you you you. If you jumped. witnessed a man not knowingly backflipped off the side of a house and parkoured mm-hmm. actually off the side of a house, I think you find it entertaining. Okay, fair. No, that part. I'm saying hearing it is what I'm the question I'm right. having. Whether or not it happened. Now we're right. now we're in court. Now we're trying to. Now we're yes. twelve angry. Men. I've seen Kieran do something. It happened. Is not the case, <laughs> gentlemen. I've seen Kieran do some really bizarre <laughs> stuff <laughs> and not knowing what he was oh, that doing. Was genius. <laughs> She showed me a video of it. Like, there's physical proof of it. 
We so don't I, care. Like the whole video and everything. You know, if you, if you had the video, maybe that would yeah. would help us. You know us. what? Yeah, it'd be great if we could show it to the audience, the studio audience that we have here. It's, but this is radio. All two of us. We don't have it. Well, I'd, I'd like to hear more about the, the his background as a, you guys said he was a virgin. Yeah, he's a virgin. He's in these youth groups, apparently. Youth group. Yeah. Okay, is it a religious thing? Virgin? No, yeah, well, yes. The the that and the youth group is it a religious thing that you're part of? I didn't hear. So one more time, buddy. The youth group is religious. The virgin is my choice. That's your choice. Mm. Mm. So you're not even getting credits with Jesus on this one. That's just <laughs> yeah. all on you. Yeah. Yep. Really, the only reason. Uh, why? Why, man? I'm sure you guys have covered this. I'm sorry if you could give no, me the no, gist no, of why. Okay. Yeah, the first I'm hearing of this. Yeah. It's amazing in this day and age, an 18 year old kid who looks like him. He's not a bad looking kid. He's tall. He's got his got his uh, quaff thing going on there. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's amazing this guy doesn't want to get uh, laid. Well, what's the reason for it, pal? The main one was um, just, uh, I don't know, at first, I don't really know what the first time, because it really was at first, but when my cousin, when both my cousins got pregnant at 16 and had to drop out of high school. Do you understand you can't get pregnant? I don't want, I don't mean to to ruin the biology for you. I'm just yeah. letting you know you can't get pregnant, but proceed, proceed. No, 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 it's, they got pregnant and their boyfriends also had to drop out to do the whole, like, take care of the child thing while she gets an education, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to Google uh, condoms. You can find out like all the different types. There's a lot of them out there. It's 2011. We've got more than the one. And uh, you could wear... You don't have to... Sex is not automatic. I've had... I just want to let you know. I've had a lot... A decent amount. I, mean, I almost said a lot. A decent amount <laughs> of sex. And I'll let you know that I have had zero women pregnant. Just to let you know. They don't all lead to pregnancies. Mm. Uh, I've actually dropped loads, like crazy loads in girls. Without don't a listen to I love how I love and, how Harry uh, says it in such a dignified way. Just fucking, dude, I, like, you never see like a, a donut full of cream. Oh God! Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Uh, yeah, I've done that, and no pregnancy, kid. No pregnancy. Now, I would suggest the condom route. <laughs> right. Stick a Jimmy hat on. I mean, you know, listen, you may not, we may not all be as lucky, you know. Um, but yeah, you, you're not. It My semen's lazy. But that's all I'm saying. That might be part of it. You might yeah. have lazy semen. I have lazy semen. Just um. Uh. So yeah, I mean, is that the only reason you're just worried about getting a girl pregnant? Not just that. Not just that disease, too, because like um, they got um, I think two of them got the crab crabs and, and herpes. Maybe your cousins are dirtbags. I just want to point that out. Maybe it's not the sex thing. Maybe it's wherever you go, there the crabs are. It's like a seafood dinner. <laughs> Clab and herpes. It's like a like a like. Like a night out at the sea basin or something. The fuck? It may be them. I just want to let you know. It may be them. Mm. Maybe you're not a have... dirty boy. You're like a, you seem clean cut, sort of, kind of in a weird way. Uh, you know, just you, you're responsible. Go out there and just plow some poontang in a responsible wow. way. In a fact, please plow some poontang in a dignified, responsible manner. Just one befitting a gentleman. Find that poontang. Put a coat over over a puddle so that you can walk the poontang over without... Yeah. Shank your shoes. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> but is that the only reason you just worry about the STDs and getting pregnant? Not just, I, I guess that's amazing. I mean, my parents did it. And, well, 
I'm the only example of that. Uh, that's the only time they've done it. You're saying, or you're just no. I have a, no. The only re- the only time they didn't have unprotected unprotected sex, and I'm the reason. You're saying the only time they had unprotected sex, you came out. Yep. Okay. Well. Again, I'm. I don't know how accurate their story. I'm not. I'm sure your mom and dad aren't going to talk about all the times they fucked and sucked. So it's not going to be like that. They might be very like, no, it's just that one time, and then we put them away for storage. Like they're not going <laughs> to tell you about all the times they had sex. They're your mom and dad. Um, if you've had that conversation, that's weird to begin with. But all right, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't. When did this become love lines? By the way, where I feel like yeah, I'm giving out. A, a, first of all, I should not be giving out sexual advice to anyone. But just to let you know, uh, if you don't have to, by the way, have sex, but you also don't have to put the boundaries of like I'm never right. gonna do it. Uh, just to let you know, the first time is gonna be awkward and not good. That's what I was telling it's him last week. It's not gonna be good, so you might as well get that one. He's at a sexual peak. He's like 18, 19 years old, right? He needs to yep. learn. He needs to go to spring yeah, training. Yeah, you know, yeah, feel some ground ball, balls. Some reps. And, yeah. Yeah, hit some foul balls. You're going to strike out a hit couple times. Grounders. You're going to have some awkward moments on the field, kid. But once you hit 23 and you go through to – you keep on going to practice and you keep on uh, you know trying out different pussy, you're going to get better at it, my you're friend. You're going to gain some skills. Don't be – don't be the 27 year old who you know just sees pussy for the first time. Don't be that guy because you're gonna be like, oh, what the fuck? What do I do? I don't know how to work it. I don't know how to use the keyboard. Like, you know what I mean? And again, don't feel the pressure to have to do it, but don't I, you know? Don't put the limits just because you're afraid of getting a girl pregnant. Yeah, just uh, plow know. away, see what happens, kid. Well, no, that's not the advice I was saying. No, just mow just, the field. Yeah. If I guess what he's saying is if there's if there's grass on the field, come play on ball, it. man, yeah, my on. friend. Yeah, <laughs> harvest that shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's all right, there. We go. Are people believing that he's a virgin? Is that a thing that uh, people yeah, are I think he is. He, he must be. That nobody has a problem believing. Apparently, is that the thing? Well, the rest of the stories people are worried about. You got to understand our demographics. All right, fair yeah. enough. A lot of virgins listening. Is that what you're saying? They just, just want to hear cum talk. Is it mostly confused teen boys? Yes, is that your demographic? Exactly. Absolutely. Cheer every time he says jizz. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a quote I have to fill in the radio program. Yeah. So how are you feeling about that discussion there, Zach? A lot more than my dad talked to me about. What did your dad talk to you about? Uh, not much lately. I've been, I found an apartment, so I'm going to have to move in soon. Oh, he's kicking you out of the place? Somewhat. I mean, it's been like this for a long time, so been a lot of fighting since my mom passed away, so. Oh, Jesus, this oh. got real sad all of a sudden. I thought we were talking about jizz here. It's a fun, friendly conversation about jizz. Now it's got to get real. <laughs> What does that have to? Uh, but you're moving. You're moving out. Is that the deal now? You and your dad aren't. Getting- yeah, just finished high school and then. Um, what are you I doing to for a living? Back to yeah. Vegas this summer to watch my cousin's kid again. Oh, okay. Is that your gig? That's why I was in Vegas the first time. Is that your job now? Is that your? Are you? Do you get free room and board or to do that? In Vegas, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So that's your job is Mr. Mr. Nanny mm. for a little kid, and they trust you because you're a virgin. So they're like, he's not going to do anything. Uh, Carrie okay. checking in. Old Rock, pretend it's Christmas and wrap it the fuck up. Uh, Jesus. So, oh, wow. All right. So. That's who we should introduce uh, this little man to, Zach. Carrie? 
Yeah, Carrie Cape Card. She's she's a Red Sox fan. She's from Boston. She drinks a lot, and she oh, really geez. needs some dick. Like Hardcore. Boston. I don't know why you're saying that. You don't know. Carrie loves a cock. That's I'm actually you. that's actually her Facebook status. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's her name on Facebook. It's Carrie on loves the cards. cards. So yeah. yeah, we should introduce you to Carrie Cape Cod. She's got a wicked. Is there a picture, Carrie Cape? She's Cod? a pretty girl, actually. Is she? Yeah. yeah. She loves to booze it up, though. <laughs> Listen, you're so she is mean. From Boston. That's not nice. That's not mean. That? That's actually a she skill. Likes, yeah, of course, she dropped the go pats already. So of course. That is, go that, pats. That is the signature of every email, which mm. is loves to booze it up. <laughs> so. We should introduce an older woman for this kid. That's what he needs. When he first gets poontang, right. whenever that when that point is, it has there to be an older is. girl. Oh, Carrie, Carrie, she loves oh, to booze it up. Uh, Yega bombs for everybody. She, I don't know if she likes to. I am not going to go along with that. Oh, know. she's in a relationship with something. Oh, look at her friend Sam Adams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Be nice. We like Carrie. I don't know. I, she looks like a very attractive. Uh, she looks a little like Mariah Carey. There you go. You uh, I think Carrie would eat this kid for lunch. What do you think? Maybe, but that's maybe what he needs is a good, like a good first. You got to get that first one out of the way if you ever want to do it. Yeah, like, you you need to bang an all star player. I don't know what you said, but Carrie responded with, "No, I don't. I'm great in the dick department." See, <laughs> I'm just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wouldn't Carrie love an upstart? Dick department. We're gonna add that to our repertoire. She doesn't fuck around, Carrie Cape Cod. Her, her dick quota is fine, is what she's saying. Get Carrie to call into the radio program. I told him before to call in. From her, but you know, we have she's a matchmaker. We got a fucking asshole. She's got to be an uppity Sally. Noise. Who's in a youth group? We need to get him out of this youth group. It's killing him. It's killing him. Look at her. He's turning blue. I haven't kid. even heard any pressure from the youth group. For all we know, the youth group is like, yeah, fucking do it. Bust a nut. <laughs> <laughs> like I, so far, this is all on him. This is oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. That's it's, the bad part. A couple of them have said that before. What type of youth group is this? Do you guys do anything religious, or is it just all... Circle jerk? Yeah, we do, but you really have to look at some really videos cool. online of it. Of the youth group? Well, it's we... Hitler youth group. Hitler's <laughs> <laughs> a problem. Oh, I thought it was a religious youth group, which just happens to be a couple of young boys who like to spray paint things around right. the town. And... No, it's a 1939 yeah. reenactment yeah. youth group which is... of, of <laughs> Berlin. They call it theater. Yeah. Theater. <laughs> they like to do reenactments. Although, in their version, the Germans win. Yeah, of course. <laughs> One of those type of things. What if? Imagine if you will. Well, if she would call in, that would be great. But I guess we can't have that happen. Come on, Carrie. Call into the radio program. She have the number? Let's see. She's a Boston fan. That's why. Well, what do you do? Look at what Zach throwing down. block yourself? This is a subconscious cock block yeah. is what you're trying to do. Don't think I don't know what this is. You're afraid of no, it. No, it's the Kieran method. Right. Oh, okay. You, the game? Has everybody read the game? Oh, he knows. A- no, I apparently have a system with getting girls. I, Which is you insult I tell them yeah. to go fuck themselves, ignore them for a while, and then I'm in. Yeah, yeah. you'd be surprised how much that works. <laughs> I learned that. Uh, Which, by the way, we have a shirt. If you go to lunaticradio.com forward slash swag, S-W-A-G, you could get the Kieran System shirt, officially licensed Lunatic Radio um, uh, shirtware. Um, I don't know. Nice. Yeah. Officially like Every dollar goes towards my yacht. Right. Nice. <laughs> How many yachts can you ski behind, Andrew? Quite a few. Oh, apparently you're out of the running with Carrie, Kieran. Oh, no. I so, oh, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I so would have fucked Kieran. Would have? Would have. Well, now that she's she has a bow. That's good. Now I can drink off to you. That's fine. <laughs> The way I want another one. Jesus. The way I want. Carrie, just call in. Swing and a miss. 
I don't care. Go back to the dugout. I'd rather sit down. <laughs> it's Cecil it's warm there. The end. Is that what it's it comfortable? Is? Right. Yeah, plus, I can dip. You can watch the game. The plate of field. You're the designated hitter. Just that. The one thing, I, if I was ever a major league baseball player, I would want to ride the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to work. <laughs> oh, Rachel figured out Zach's problem. Uh, listening to LR is probably his biggest problem. See, no, we're not we're helping not. him This is the best thing grow. he's done in his life. Are you kidding me? The guy's not getting pussy. No, this show prevents everybody from getting laid. Well, yeah. I'd be getting laid right now I if mean, I wasn't I, here. I, I wouldn't say bring a woman with you to sit down and listen to it, but... Uh, yeah. That's why I'm wrong. All right, here we here, go. Here, 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 coming coming I don't know where this is, though. Let's see. Call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? You're so fucking queer. I can't even take it. Am I wicked queer? You, you wicked fucking queer. <laughs> Look, Carrie. Hey, it's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Hi. I never stopped listening. I just stopped calling in. I got a life and shit on Mondays. It's crazy. Fuck that shit. Stop Fuck it. Fuck that. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, we have a wicked huge cock in uh, Illinois for you. What? Yeah, I, I, I stopped begging virgins in fucking high school. Oh, <laughs> come on, come on out of retirement. Yeah, Coming but this, back in for this, the big win. This is this is this is a. Oh, did he hang up? He hung up. Oh. Didn't he? No, Zach's there. No, Zach's oh. there. Oh, okay. Zach is here. He really needs some loving, though. I'm thinking, Carrie. You need to teach him some stuff. <laughs> I could teach him some shit. I could teach you guys some shit, actually. Oh damn! You probably could, but oh, you know what? Damn. I don't feel like uh, motivating myself to be taught anything. <laughs> so, but Zach is a being free- an enemy. <laughs> right, exactly. Zach really needs uh, he needs he needs some teaching here, especially from a Red Sox. He fan. needs a mentor, well, basically. The, the thing is, is that is he is he missing out? Like, should he be exploring? Should he be trying to hang out with women, or is he doing the right thing by holding out? He should at least get his dick sucked. <laughs> Like, well what said. kind of fucking bullshit is that? I mean, you're still a virgin if you get your friggin' knob polished. <laughs> Zach, I think Zach opinion. just dropped a load in his pants. He did. <laughs> you can't get anyone pregnant by getting blown, man. That good is point. True. That That's is a good medical point. fact. Dr. Yeah. According to Yahoo, yeah. oh, right. you possibly can. Right, well, you know. <laughs> what? No. Science one, virgin zero. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be the fucking octo mom by now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was simultaneously hot and gross at the same time. In a weird way. I'm a champion. That's right. There you go. Yeah, that's Drew. right. Name your title. I'm a yeah. champion. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? What ever happened to Jenny Blowjob? Good question. Suck too many dicks. Yeah. No, that's not R.I.P. R.I.P. Jenny Blowjob. No, she. you know, honestly, so, she just kind of her went her own way. Basically, you solo. Know, she got busy and she couldn't really book for us, and she followed the cock. We're she so the cool. Rimming. We're so cool. We're Facebook friends, so that counts for a lot, right? Uh, in this day and age. No, so. no, oh. not so. Much. Oh, oh, reality. Yes, no. that thing. Oh, yeah, oh. my mom's my Facebook friend. That doesn't mean we're tight. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. We have Go Zach, pants. We have we have Zach in Illinois who's got blue balls. Uh, Zach, uh, you can get blown by a girl from Boston if uh, you want. Oh, no, she's Boston, not saying that. Worcester, whatever. What's the big difference? They're 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 uh, hoity-toity in Worcester. They're less racist. No, what? Than no, we're not. I they're more Boston racist. Yeah, they're stick shoved up their ass, oh, which I kind of dig, but it's not my thing anymore. Wait, what? Did I hear what? That? Zach, we have a girl with an attitude. Carrie. <laughs> Zach, we have a girl with an attitude from Worcester. Is she scaring you, Zach? Who would blow you? Are yeah, you in? You know. Uh, 
Seriously, that's there's that much hesitation, Zach. You're clearly queer. Yeah. Clearly. I think like you're it's, scaring it's, him a little is, is a thing. It's a little. It's become the deep end of the pool. If you know, it's it's well, a little she intense. Carrie's intense, yeah. right? She brings it's a little very model. aggressive. But I think that's good for him because I think all this yeah. mammy pamby bullshit is just yeah. There's two theories: either wade in or just toss him into the deep end. Right. I say toss him into the deep right. end. Show I how say it's call done. Call a hooker. <laughs> Yeah, why not? All right. Oh, I would imagine we've done that before on this show. Sure. I would imagine if uh, sure. Carrie met Zach in a hotel room, Carrie would go, pull down your pants and whip out your cork. I don't. That's I don't even. No, I think just do it for him. There'd be too much hesitation yeah, she on his have time. She's, she's got fucking things to do and dicks to suck. She's got time. Yep. Do you hear Busy this schedule? Do you hear this, Zach? You don't even have to do shit. You just have to show up. You don't have to take off your pants. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like prom, Zach. Come on. I'll be your prom date. There you go. Oh, jeez. All right, this I is... I was able to go to my prom. Well, now we can make it happen. Zach, we you guys fucking st- cheer up, stop dude. Stop being yeah. so negative. Negative right. Nelly. So wait, let's, negative let's, Nelly. let's back this up a second. So would you get a blowjob, Zach? Uh, if it's the right girl. Do it. Oh, Do right, it. So right girl. No, there's no right girl for a blowjob. That's your first blowjob. There's any girl for right. a blowjob. That's all you need. There's no any girl. There's a she's fucking there. Dude, it's Use not it. even really. It's not even gross. I can understand. You're 19. You've never seen one. It seems kind of weird. You're scared. But with the blowjob, it's all. You're yeah. there, you're out. With, with, with your out. age group too, we like a blowjob's not like a handshake and by the plus. Way, so do you know. know how long it took for me to get my first blowjob? How many? How how much fucking I had to do before someone would blow me? You're going right to the t- VIP room, my right. friend. This the is champagne, and room. you don't have to take your own pants, asshole. Right. Blowjob is liquor, sex, right? So like it's, it's it would be classified as sex. Yes, but like you better. got a blowjob, but better, yeah. but better. Yeah. So would he get one or no? What? Zach, you win. If you guys get me out there, yeah. Oh, so if we set him up. <laughs> okay. Now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now we're talking money. Where is he located? Illinois. 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 Oh, bring him to New York. Take if, him to if, like, if, uh, if she blows him, I got to look at, I got to talk to the legal department. I would fly him out. The legal department? <laughs> you are the legal department. No, I got to call the legal department. Oh, all right, fine. I would fly him out to get blown. <laughs> Carrie, will you will you blow Zach? If we uh, that's not nice. Well, I would I know. No, not Carrie. Oh, oh good. Oh no, that was that was no, part of the deal. Zach, you're now. just freaking like ten or some shit. You're like ten. I'm good. He's he's eighteen. He's ready to go. He's probably although good. although I'm a mean sandwich maker. So oh. Carrie, if you ever want a fucking sandwich, Wait, let me that, know. Is that a real sandwich or is that a sexual thing? Like a pussy sandwich. Like, no, it's like oh, I'll fucking like make him a sandwich. It's like a blunt fucking. She means like ham and cheese shit. Oh wow, yeah. that's not a bad deal. Like I mean, after you bang, Carrie, <laughs> are, are you saying after you would uh, in this hypothetical world bang Karen, you would make him a, a mean sandwich? I'd make him a fucking hoagie. Oh shit, right. that's real deal. <laughs> Too bad Kieran doesn't know what a hoagie is. No. Aww, if it doesn't if say chicken yeah. fingers and or salad, he's got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ranch dressing. Yeah, Gross. <laughs> I love her. She's the best. Holy shit, yeah, I've she, never heard her call in. Yeah, Carrie's great. She was around in our heyday, if you Can will. You, yeah. Is it possible to fly her in and have uh, let her suck my dick? Is that on the table? <laughs> Can we do that? Because, I mean... I mean, Harry's Harry's a good looking man and he's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like Karen. Wait, what the? Oh, fuck? Why do you like? Why do you, yeah? Why do you uh, like Karen? Oh, I thought you picked Zach. I could. Why? Because Karen. he's 
a underdeveloped man child? I don't know. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> she can throw him around like a rag doll. That's why. Jesus. <laughs> she can get drunk with me and just throw me in a corner. Yeah. Can go it's, to bed. Like, it's like the male version of a spinner. <laughs> <laughs> was that an insult? Yeah, it was. <laughs> You're, You're tiny. That's no, I don't think it's an insult at all. I don't even think he's that tiny guy. Oh, he's it's an attribute. Kidding? I don't know. It's an attribute. You're, you're uh-huh. malleable. Like hot Ooh. metal, I could just fucking make you do shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Carrie, how tall are you? 5'3". Five, five, oh, Kieran's taller than you. Me. You're going in the trunk, bro. Kieran oh, has a good, my Kieran has a good inch on you. <laughs> time out. Time out a second. Carrie versus Kieran. My money's all on Carrie. I can't wait till the drunken first fist fight. She would wreck you. She would wreck you. Great. Kick her in the front. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth, Kieran. <laughs> She 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 throwing the strap on you be you be Jesus. her bitch. I actually threw mine away. It broke. Oh, oh wow, that's sad. <laughs> wow. Well, Christmas is coming up. So. I know, right? Yeah. Hopefully, bad sound. Was it was it used on, on chicks or dudes or both? Both. Oh, oh Karen, you you could, so you could, you're saying wear and tear it. broke it. That's really what it was. <laughs> oh oh, girl. Girl. Oh okay. Oh okay. So so uh, so Carrie, how did you meet your uh, your new man? I've known him since I was four. Wow. Yeah. Was he four or he's just an older guy? (laughs) No. um, Actually, I was four. He was three. We were in daycare together. Kind of grew up loosely together. Blah, blah, blah. Met up randomly at a bar one night and fucking. At a what? What Where'd you meet? At a bar. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. stop it. Be nice. No, I like it. She said bye. Bye. You know. it, it's a bar. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, yes. So, wait. So, you guys met at a bar and you're kind of like, hey, I remember you. Well, no. We always knew each other. Oh. He was my ex's best friend. So, why not, right? Right. Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's guy code right there. Isn't it? Wow. Uh, yeah, well, no. Whatever. Wait a minute. How long How long, uh, How long? long? Uh, had had it passed since you were with the ex? Uh, three, four, four years. Oh, no, that that's 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 fine. Mm, four and years. They hadn't, they hadn't spoken in like five. Okay, so. oh, right. yeah, that's I'm, fine. I'm not. I'm clearly not the douchebag. That's okay. fine. No, it's good. If the guys like uh, ended their relationship, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. They weren't like current friends because mm. I'm not a douche bag. Does he, does he have a wicked cock? Cock. Uh, he's he's, he's good. He's good. That's all we want to know. Hesitation there. Mm. Uh, way better orally than anywhere else, so I'll keep him. Good man, you can munch the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, keeps me from banging chicks while he's off at sea. Word up! Wow, jeez. Oh, all right. Yeah. He's yeah. a yeah. seaman. So you're good at the, you're good at that finger banging. Karen, what are you doing? I go what all the way. Fucking twelve. He doesn't. We don't fucking finger pop for four plays. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking when he's at when he's at sea. Your skills. Oh, yeah, we Skype, whatever. <laughs> See? You guys are, you and her are ridiculous. On the same page right same there. Same shit. Just like, yeah, yeah, we Skype, but whatever. You know, I gotta do the shit, you know, whatevs. I'm her Matt Lauer. <laughs> <laughs> I can a- so I answer glib. the tough questions. Or ask the cuff, whatever. Silly. All right, go, well, uh, go get drunk, all right? We'll still talk to you later. I'm already drunk. Bye. All right. Bye, Carrie. <laughs> she was Bye, the greatest, greatest caller ever. Yes, oh, She's definitely. Great. She used to be awesome, but like back in the day, she was fucking crazy. She's still crazy. Is Zach still there? Zach, you there? Yeah, there he is. So, how did many, you finish yet? How many times did you jerk off? <laughs> None. We had a girl. Thank from you, Boston. Joey. Literal guy. <laughs> we, had, 
<laughs> You're not exactly going to be on SNL anytime soon. Well, at the rate they're going with their staff, you never know. That's yeah, true. This guy's fucking Eddie Murphy as a group. Uh, All right. Oh, Rachel has a good point. Guys have two modes, hungry and horny. If he, do- he doesn't have an erection, make him a sandwich. I mean, yeah. Very smart. You're figuring us out. Zach, are you really that tall, or is that you? Si- are you sitting on a bunk bed? Because you're no, eight not, and a half feet tall. We're we'll looking at him on a. Shut up. We just did something for him. I'm six three. Kieran has height envy now. So do I. Six, We're all little guys here. Five nine. Kieran's what are you? Five, five seven. seven on a good day. Usually Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, I'm six two. Sorry. Yeah, but you're hairy. That's true. That makes you five eight. Fair enough. That makes you five. <laughs> it takes you down. Bump by default. <laughs> it takes you down. A well played, sir. Well played. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Zach, thank you for uh, checking into the radio program. Yep. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. More lunaticradio.com. Sure, I've done Lunatic Radio. Three or more? We're going to go over three That's ridiculous. Tonight. Yes. I know. Is it because there's three of you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound bite. It's going on the board. Uh, no. Alienating people since 1979. There's no setup scenes in the gay porn. They just go no, right to the ass fucking fucking guys. Yeah. Fucking guys. Hey, I'm here to fix your cable. Awesome. Oh, Here's my cable. <laughs> All right. I am, uh... You turn around. shaky already. I know, I'm very nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. looking at a guy, like, he looks like Marky Mark in those Calvin Klein fucking heads. Um, I am, uh, I'm not gonna see that guy's cock, am I? No, 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 no. I'm seeing the guy's guy with the glasses on? No, no. Fuck. Have him hit the full screen. Just, just go ahead and hit play. By the way, his hand is shaking. Fucking Kieran's hand is shaking. I know. I'm look, who's the guy that hosts Dirty Jobs? I, Mike I'm Rowe. Lo- I'm looking at a guy that looks like Mike Rowe sucking a dick. That is a dirty job. I'm not saying Mike Rowe's a gay guy, but there's a guy on the gay thing that looks like Mike Rowe. All right, here we go. Doug, sit down. You want to get puked on? He wants to make sure you hit the full screen. <laughs> All right. I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, how long do I have to go? You have to go a minute and a half. Here's <laughs> 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 <just> fighting it. <laughs> 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 Maybe a little dick in the mouth will help you, Karen. <laughs> now, which one are you thinking about, fans? <laughs> <laughs> Kieran doesn't like the plastic. <laughs> oh, so is that Mary Carey? Oh, son of a bitch, this is sir. I can't always stop. Mary Williams, please bring your phone. Hello? Hey, Mary Carey. Close, Mary Carey. I'm actually on a plane right now. My flight's going to pick up. I was supposed to originally get in at noon today, but everything got delayed. So I'm not getting in until 7 o'clock now, and I'm on the plane right now. You're on the plane? Yeah, they're probably going to yell at me, too. Oh, we're, we're about to take off. They're probably going to tell me to hang up my phone in a minute. Oh, uh, Mary, I'm right in the middle. My name's Kieran, by the way. We're right in the middle of a radio bit. Uh, we're all straight guys, and in honor of Gay Pride Day, we're watching gay porn. And I have to watch. I have to watch gay porn uh, for a minute thirty. I think I'm la- I'm doing pretty good now. This is like watching a baseball. Game. She hung up. It's good. I think because it was probably interrupting. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I think, am I done? Anybody counting? I can't get this off my screen. <laughs> By the way, 
were trying to count. Oh, there's three guys. <laughs> you didn't notice <laughs> that. Yeah. I was like, there's three dicks and two guys. I was like, what's going on? Hit the escape key, douche. I learned how to use your computer. It's not working, Rock. Thank you. Was that a minute 30? Oh, yeah, a minute 56. <laughs> <laughs> So Mary Carey was getting on a plane. Ugh. You had to just Why did he bother calling? What a... I hate, you know what? I hate fucking entertainers. That was Mary Carey. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I hate porn stars that want to be governor. Look at that. Alright, can you guys admit to the fact that my eyes are completely watering and I try to... Oh, you made some great... Yeah, you're a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't really count, though. I think you should have to do over. <sighs> yeah, after the... Uh, after the. <laughs> I mean, it's easy doing it when a fucking <clears throat> star is talking to you. After the first minute, I think you kind of sort of eased into it, though. Yeah. By the way, I think our uh, interview with Mary Carey went very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many, how many talk shows can they say to do something like Hold that? Hold on, we're watching... Gay porn right now. <laughs> porn star, chick porn star's calling in. <laughs> she ran for governor of California. It shows, uh, you, it shows you where Kieran's priorities are at. <laughs> that was a good bit. That was perfect talking. We're not going to interrupt the gay porn. We're going to talk to you over it. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Lunatic radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Lunatic radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. And now back to the LunaticRadio.com show. We suck. What up, everybody? LR Show. K-Rock hanging out with you. Andrew Zarian. Hey. Comedian Harry Tarjanian is in the bathroom. He'll be back in a couple minutes. Email us at the show, lunaticradio.com, Drunkle Hotline, 206-202-LUNATS, 206-202-526. Twitter.com slash lunaticradio is our Twitter account. Facebook.com slash lunaticradio is our Facebook account. Friend us and follow us. Yes, please, k Thanks. We uh, accept those donations. They're on our website, lunaticradio.com, if you want to uh, throw a donation our way. All right. Don't forget about lunaticradio.com forward slash swag for shirts and whatnot. Right. You can get also, the- you can also. listen on the go via the Stitcher app. That's right. You can listen. Stitcher.com. You can listen to this radio program live. If you download the Stitcher app and uh, log on to the GFQ network on the Stitcher app, right? Absolutely. You can listen to the show live. Go to, to Stitcher.com slash GFQ. There you go. There you go. Stitcher.com slash GFQ. And you enter in to win a $100 gift card what? via Stitcher. Word up. Harry T. joined us back in the studio. Hey. Just took a nice leak. Yes. I just mentioned before, Harry, that I was uh, just taking a leak and I, I actually zippered my nuts. Oh, wow. Not my nuts. It was actually my shaft in a way. I don't oh, want to. No. I know we, we haven't really met too many times, Harry. Oh. We're only talking about cocks and stuff. And yeah, I, every time I'm here, it usually devo- it starts talk, out yeah. nice. Have a nice, sophisticated conversation about uh, the topics of the day and then quickly. <laughs> Into cock about talk? Cocks, yeah. I like when listeners call up. It's fun. It's nice to interact with. It's called you know, a radio show, Rock. Oh. <laughs> Usually that's what happens. Yeah, it's fun. Is that how it works? See, Harry and I used to intern for a show that was just a caller-based show. Yeah, what thing too? 
Uh, yeah, I was thing too, and he yeah. was Harry. Yeah. <laughs> that's how much they love me. <laughs> that was your nickname. Yep, that's it. You couldn't even be thing one. Yeah, that's well, the sad part. Well, yeah. no, thank God it wasn't that guy because that guy always got shot by paintballs. Oh, who the hell was thing? Uh, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. It's we had a, we actually had a thing three too. No, really? Yeah, it was some broad. Yeah, yeah, I, I know her. You know her? I do know her. Yeah, I haven't spoken to her in a while, but yeah, I do know her. She's a good girl, actually. Yeah, she was cool. She's yeah. a cool people. I'm his Hawk Fax. Remember that guy? Was that oh, Hawk. Hawk, <laughs> yeah. He was the engineer, right? Yeah, the engineer. Shows, it shows, I, I still like listening to Ron Fez, but it's a little weird, mainly because of just the whole Fez thing. I mean, between his health and his emotional issues, and now they have like these sub kind of like guy, producer guys who help out to kind of fill in. So it's mm. not just Ron. But it's just weird. It's weird when it's not right. I don't know. You probably don't listen to it. I haven't much, heard it in a long time. I got into the show really late. Like a year ago, I got too into late. that. Way and it too took, late. And it took me Way too late. like a good six months to understand yeah. what was happening. No, it's, this show has completely changed in the past few years. If you go back five years ago... You know, then you'd have a better idea. But no, like see, I was a Howard guy, years. and that that whole thing existed. Yeah, the past couple, ever since Fez had his major, like his heart attack and all that, everything oh. just fell apart uh, with the show. And that it was just for a while, we were joking. It was just the Ron show because there wasn't even anybody there at all. I don't remember what ha- what has happened. Wait, is Fez all right? Is he dead? Well, he's there, but he not mentally. <laughs> really. They'll be like segments. He's got the greatest job in the history of radio. They'll be segments. You don't hear a goddamn thing from him. People call in as a joke and be like, hey, so is Fez there? And he'll just be like, yes. And then that's it? Yeah. It's so weird now. That's the greatest job in radio. Well, Well, he's not not, not doing it out of laziness, I suppose. I think he's doing it because he's having a mental breakdown. How do you you maintain that job, though? A lot of people uh, that protect friend, you. Your good friend Ron is right. helping you stay yeah. there. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe you pretend that it's a part of the like. There's some value to it. No, no, it's great. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's just loyalty. <laughs> I mean, I don't listen to it enough mm. to really understand how crazy and, and like the real inner workings to figure out like the little the little the little things you could pick up to like oh I see what they're saying here but I listen enough to know that A he doesn't talk a lot B he went through a lot in his past and C I missed I, I really missed when he was when after his heart attack they Ron had the thing called soundboard fez. Oh yeah <laughs> and he yeah, would yeah, just yeah. play clips. Oh it was genius. Right. Well I you know, it's a great show. Great show uh, the Ron Fez show. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing I wanted to get to and this is kind of strange. Oh, oh It's not that strange. You guys aren't going to be blown away by my... Uh, my Are you whipping out your dick again? No, it came off of TMZ, so it can't be that mm. strange. But... Oh, shit. Don't you think it's a little late to give Steve Gutenberg a star <laughs> on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I say better late than never. Why not? And not only is it... Like, if, if, if at Steve Gutenberg's height... Of fame. Did he deserve which was, a star on the... Which was 1989. When was Cocoon? No, I, I think you're giving him a year. Yeah, really, yeah. A year uh, or two. Uh, Cocoon, I think, was 87, I want to say. Yeah. All right. Cocoon, I think by 89, it, that fire was out. I don't yeah, remember. Right, yeah, right, right. He was it? so weird. He, Why, though? It, what did he do? I'd love to know who, who he fucked over that the whole... That all of comedy and all of uh, Hollywood decided to tell him to go fuck himself because... He really didn't... I mean, he might have done some B-movies since. He's had to have made a living. It's been how many years? 
It's been t- over 20 You're years. You're saying he couldn't live off that police academy money? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Residuals? Yeah. One through six. And if you don't know who Steve Gutenberg is, he was the white guy and the white funny guy in all those police academy movies. That's who he is. I remember from that stupid film where he started out as really fat and then he just worked out. But here, it was such a, it was the worst premise was this? ever. I, I gotta, I gotta. He, once the, I see the title. But here's the thing. Here's the guy whose last major movie that was of any of claim, any box office value, was Cocoon back in 1988, according to the fellows in the studio. He didn't do anything in the 90s, early 90s. No, he's got a lot of stuff. He's got well, he did anything. Three good? Oh, yeah, but Cocoon is the last one you nah, remember. No, no, no. Cocoon was 85. Man. Police three. Academy 4 was 87. Citizens on Patrol. Come on, that was a classic. We were. Three Three men and a baby, 87. Uh, 87, baby. okay. Cocoon Return, 88. Three oh, men and a little lady, that? 90. No. 90? Yeah, no. That, right, that. 90, I'll give you 90. No, because let's not act like Three Men and a Little Lady was a big hit. That's true. All right, uh, let's go. Th- three Men and a Baby was the last one. That's 87, was right? One. Yeah, 87. Okay. Uh, anything in the... Oh, he was an Airborne. Come on. Airborne? What would he do in there? That, that the surfer film, the surfer where the kid had it was from uh, California. What did he, he do went to an Airborne? And, yeah, that's a good question. What was, was he an airborne? airborne? I remember that movie. Uh... He was himself. Lead. Are you sure that's the movie and there's not another movie yeah, called Airborne? Another Airborne. This doesn't look like oh, yeah. Airborne. It's a black ops team. No, it's not that yeah. Airborne. There's no David Damn it. So he's worked. But uh, he, let's see here. These are all B Single movies. Santa. He's worked a lot. The last thing he wow. did was in 2005? Veronica Mars? Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. on Veronica Mars. Oh, wow. He, was, uh, he had a couple things on there. Uh, Fatal Rescue... No, nothing. There's not much there. I mean, there's nothing. stuff though. I mean, he's. A lot, I don't know where there. Yeah, he certainly uh, keeps busy. But I, I wonder if half of those things are fake. So, like, yeah. so he just made up because I've never heard of him. You could just put him up there, right? It's I like mean, an 18 year old just putting up some sort of credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, that's like Rock and I saying we do radio, right? <laughs> You know what I mean? All right. So the last thing he really did that made anybody notice was what year, Rock? 87. So we're saying Three and a Men and a Baby is 87. 87. Are we not including Cocoon the Return? No. No. Because that was a step. Because no one heard of that. And we're, not, we're definitely not including Three Men and a Little Lady. No, that was No. A, I mean, that, I'm sure it did modestly well. But The uh, last one that anybody took note of. He was a short circuit. Come on. You know, yeah, but that's early on. I know it was earlier. Yeah. But I'm just, How much I'm money just do you think he made with Three Men and a Little Lady? It doesn't matter. What was the <laughs> last fucking thing he did of any note? Don't Tell Her It's Me. That's that film I was thinking of. What? Don't Tell Her Don't It's that? Me. What movie is that? What year is that? This is funny. It's called Don't Tell Her Smooth. It says The Boyfriend School. It's got to be The Boyfriend School. Yeah, that was the film where he started off as this, like, really gangly, gross-looking guy, and, you know, no one liked him, and then all of a sudden he worked out, and he changed his look, and he got his hair done, and all of a sudden women loved him. And why is he getting a star? (laughs) This is what we're trying to figure out. Right. Well, here's what you read. I think the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame don't have the... uh, the kick and the punch that they used to. No, I think but that's an honor in Hollywood. It, I think it was. I think now they will give it to anybody Everybody who comes up it. with Well, the, I think they've blown it with Steve Kuhnberg. Look, I mean, let's not act like Casey Kasem was the best. Uh, Elaine from Seinfeld has a star, and she's only done TV. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. She I think does, she, she might she, deserve it she's more had than it, yeah. Yeah, that's Seinfeld, at least. But Steve Kuhn, it's like giving Paulie Shore. 
I'm sure he, he has might one. have one. I, you, you, he may have one. In all honesty, yeah. it's not hard to get. You actually, the, here's the you have to most, buy it. You have I might to pay for it yourself. I might argue yeah. that Paulie Shore's had a better career. It's than like thirty five grand, Steve right? Greenberg. Paulie Shore, that's a tough argument. Uh, let, let's let's yeah, right, but yet it's an argument, isn't it? Wait a minute, Encino Man. Ooh. Right, yeah, Biodome. Was a big Biodome. Movie. Biodome was Biodome was not like uh, it's a cult classic. Yeah, but it, I like Biodome. son-in-law. 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 Was, what was the one where he was the military guy in the army? In the army. Right, that one. Now bombed. we're just that... enjoying ones we liked, but I, I don't think any of these were major. Encino Man was probably a pretty big. Son-in-law, I don't remember being for me. Yeah, but then, but then you got his whole spiel on uh, on MTV. That's right, the Weez. He yeah, ran that weasel. network, kid. He yeah. ran that yeah, network. Spring break. Weez the juice? Fuck it. All right, Th- there's talking. a fine line between early John Leguizamo films and late Pauly Shore films. Real fine line. The same up. character. Same. Oh, okay. They're doing the same bit. Oh. The same. Th- what was I? I could see that. The Do you remember that? Like, yeah, the pest. The that's pest. it. Yeah, that was a bad one. Awful. Uh, I want to back up for you, Andrew. Uh, three men, a little lady. Gross at the box office, seventy-one million. Yeah, mm-hmm. not bad. Not How bad. You know what? I gotta count that in. I guess. I mean, and that, for that time, success. that was ninety, I believe. That's was. a success. Although, so, wait a minute. Wait. That's nineteen ninety money. Right, but you're talking nineteen ninety money. If it was, it should have been a hundred million. Yeah. It's yeah. Now seventy million is like a good like money wise is good you know what I'm oh, saying you, like, so it should have been more for 1990 I think so oh. because the dollar was oh, what well, Transformers I don't know. Transformers I don't for know. example the last Transformers grossed 1 billion worldwide that no, and right. no one talks about. a little lady. Yeah. It was only box office U.S. listed because right, that's big, actually. Okay, yeah. box all right, all right. So we just got box it. office. Look, no, still no though, 1990. 1990. Right, we're still talking about what? 20 yeah. years ago. 20 years. 21 years 21 ago. 21 years ago. Holy shit! I remember 1990. 21 years yeah. ago, the guy hasn't done shit since, right? Other than some webcam movies. Uh, oh, and, no. And now, just, just last week, here's the story. Just uh, the other day, he gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Now, does that make any sense to anybody? I don't get it. You got, you got to buy it. I mean, it, yeah, he, maybe he just managed he just probably, to save enough now. He finally managed to get enough money yeah. to buy Did he buy it? You I don't know how that works. You have you to have pay for it. You have to pay for your And own you got to pay for the maintenance. It's a fee that you got to pay for, basically. Are you shitting me? No, I didn't no. know. That. Yeah, that's the reality of it. So I, I want to say thirty-five. Like organization or, that it, or, you know. I mean, in theory, people could raise the money for you if they want, but I can't imagine people so doing you, that for Gutenberg. So, as an actor, you like give me a give me a star, give me a star, give me a star. Is that what you do? You you pay for it? No, they, somebody... they ask you. Like the the committee says, we would like to honor you with a star, and you say, well, thank you, and you could either accept or decline. And if you accept, you have to pay the X amount plus every year pay for the maintenance. Are you fucking shitting that's me? How yeah, that's how it's been. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people don't get it. Maybe so it is. is this Steve Gutenberg's way I think back in the Hollywood? <laughs> there was a story when Ed McMahon, I think it was Ed McMahon, when he uh, when he was like losing all of his money, he couldn't pay for the maintenance on the star. What is re- the maintenance on the star? They were going to his star. Can, can you imagine to just take it out? Repo it. clothes on it. fucking screwdriver and just ripping it out like, sorry, Ed. How? I guess it's cleaning it. I mean, it's a bullshit fee is what it is. It's... it's Fuck! Would you, yeah, would they you, charge you like three grand to ma- maintain it. To be honest with you, if you were a star and you had your chance to be on the Hollywood, would you do it? Yeah. No. Yes. 
I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Mm. Bullshit. I'm not paying a bullshit fee for somebody to fucking clean my concrete. No, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. You have you have four hundred million dollars. Let's say you're making no. you're making five million a year. You're not gonna pay oh, a thousand dollars for your so star. I'm not do doing it. it. Kier oh, would be there up. signing autographs in front of it. I'll have my own star in my fucking driveway. Yeah, you put one in that looks exactly <laughs> like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I wouldn't get one because it's fucking who? It, it's not that like precious. To, yeah. You're asking uh, this man if he would not take a Hollywood star? Is that what you're asking? Andrew would. By the way, that was his, uh, when he was auditioning for Sadal Sassoon jeans. Oh, nice. Oh, I was going to say Cum Guzzler 7. <laughs> I, 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 that, I was going there, actually. Thank you. It was my photo shoot, by the way. It was a very you, nice You know what's shoot. weird is that he, he, if you look at that picture, you could, you'd think he's a gay porn star. Yeah. Or he just and said, a fine looking one at that, sir. Thank you, Rocket. By the way, if there, this is a visual, one, four, but I'm, I'm looking at Harry looking at the picture of Andrew in his gay photo shoot thing that we have a picture of in the studio. Right, yeah. Very nice picture. And Harry is perplexed by his sexuality <laughs> just by looking at his. I mean, it's a nice picture. You can't deny the. <laughs> that was the best one. Is by that the Rocket ninety three? One four three. One four three. Yeah. What's I love that, you. What is that in reference? I love he you. He wants to suck his dick. One four three is I love you. In oh, text. it's easier. Never was aware. Oh, no. You want you want to make the scenario even gayer? You know who took the picture? Chauncey Hayden. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, was that for cool. stepping out or just private use? I I actually I was on stepping out that but I was yeah. uh he, it was for something else that fell through. <laughs> Which is hilarious because the juxtaposition of him on that stepping out cover he looks very awkward next to two women. Yeah. Let's see yeah. here. Are you sure you're married? <laughs> No, it's total you said act. that with such a straight face. <laughs> that was the most serious question I've ever seen. This was the proudest moment in my life, by the way. Not getting married. <laughs> no, being on the cover of stepping out of my underwear, and I and I stuffed. In you that have a picture. beautiful wife. She was there for that. For that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was she happy for you? She she was thrilled. On the cover of a mag, it's a major of of a of a awful New Jersey magazine. Major New Jersey free magazine. Uh, wow. Okay. How are the broads to uh, take a picture with? Were they uh, annoying? They look annoying. She she was she was awesome. Right. You could probably. Uh, they're, they're, they're penthouse. Actually, they're from penthouse. Oh, they are. And, yeah, and and she's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Ah, okay. He's got models. <laughs> he's got money to afford models now. Chelsea yeah. Hayden. Uh, it's a lot of money in that magazine. How? It's free. I guess the ads. The ads. How, many, make a lot of how money. many fucking bars need to promote that they're doing a oh, Fourth I can't of July even mixer? <laughs> Brad Garrett's going to be a bananas guy. Thirsty nappies. <laughs> he is. And I like Brad Garrett. But. <laughs> Poor Chauncey. Listen, and listen, if he's found a way to make money for it, I'm yeah. just always amazed. 25 years. He's not the owner of the magazine. 25? Wow. He's not the owner of the magazine. 25 years he's been doing he's that? Yeah, everyone say it now. And, and Chauncey makes... That's like a fucking blog on paper. When Chauncey told, when Chauncey told me how much money he makes, I, I, I almost wanted to punch him in the face. Wow. All right. He figured it yeah. out, man. Is he still uh, is he on the outs with Howard still? Or yeah, he works for me now. He works for yeah. me now. Wow. He was doing a show. We're on a break. Oh, okay. I couldn't handle going to scores every week what to was do the, the show. Uh, what was that's where he did the show? Yeah, we do the show from Sapphires. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's a nice show. Why am I on this show? I mean, there's no it's a wonderful question. We wonder our yeah. same question ourselves. <laughs> is that every guest go, why am I on? Is that how every Why am I here not Why in am scores? I here? And then just the sound of the headphones. <laughs> 
being tossed at the microphone. Wow, you just you just gave away our new. By demo. the way, one of the <laughs> best restaurants. By the way, that's how we end every interview. Yeah. Why am I here? Am I don't I here? know. <laughs> that and then on the way out, the sound of somebody talking to their publicist going, "I don't know what the fuck you were thinking." You should have just gone to Sapphire. As they, as they quietly. <laughs> to be honest with you, Brie Olson did the same thing. <laughs> No, yep. She was just being a jerk. She, she was a bitch. She Don't do. even joke about that. She was her. being a jerk. We unfollowed her on Twitter, by the way. Did you? Yeah. You showed her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did. You gave her what for? Yeah. I said, She's down 194,000 followers yes. now. Yeah. What does she do? That, uh, she was a complete cunt. She, well, can you stop? No, she was. I'm sorry with she the C word, but she was a b- bitch. What, what did she yeah. do that made her... She just wouldn't talk about no, the No, she thought we were... We, she thought from the... Get go of the interview. We we had it out for her, like we're gonna call her. Okay, so who was worse, her or Teal Tequila when we interviewed her? Uh, I would say Bree. You think Bree was were worse than Teal? Was on the phone? Huh? Bree was on the phone. Teela was on. Teela was in Sapphire's not Chauncey's show. She walked in. Uh, and Chauncey's So she wasn't booked on the show She just happened to be No, 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 she was booked She was booked She came in uh, Into the studio Because they built a studio on the back And She walks in And she's like Fuck you hmm. Like from, from left field And then She continued the interview And I'm like Oh, you you were from Queens You live in Queens I'm from Queens She's like What makes What gives you the right To fucking judge me I'm like I'm just yeah. trying to connect to you on any possible way. Did she just wife. remember that she was raped as that moment? No. Where, as a child, where she's now. Reliving. Well, I think what pissed her off is that we were like, "Oh, you look really thin," and according to our publicist, to tell someone from LA that she's really thin means that she's doing blow, oh. and she got insulted by that. Mm. I'm like, I don't know how to fucking do your weird what science. Fuck are these people, so, dude? So she's leaving. She's leaving, and I and I'm screaming because my wife is going to get her. Because my wife is is a CEO of the company, and my wife is like trying to like fix the situation, right. and I'm like, leave the cunt alone. Yeah. I'm like, she's a cunt, and I'm screaming, she's a cunt over and over again, until a publicist says gross and walked away. Well, you represent Tila Tequila. Don't yeah. have any morals. Right. Exactly. Publici- she was publicity. such. I, I've never met such a awful human being. Mm. Wow. It's not surprising. Uh, Brie was the worst interview. She was a disinterested, disconnected, little middle of America, self-entitled. How long did you have Brie? How long wow, was Brie on the phone? Again, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, How long was Brie on the phone? She was on for a uh, while. Half hour. Yeah. Uh, you had her. For, I had. I had Tila for three minutes. Oh wow. Um, read that again, yeah, Rock. This carried. is our feedback of the day. Yeah. She was uh, referring to Brie Olson. She was a disinterested, disconnected, little middle of America, self-entitled, retrospective cunt. Absolutely sums up. You know who was the best? Minutes. I'll tell you the best interview I ever did. Uh, Adrian Curry. Came surprised me on my birthday for the for the birthday yeah. show. Oh. She's best. She, she, she met, is. She let me tell Brady. I, we they got divorced by the way that day they filed for divorce. Wow. Yeah. She did Howard that day. Oh. Came and did the show. Did my birthday show. We hung out for like three hours doing shots. Huh? One of the the most unbelievably genuine people I've met. Wow. Never never done an interview like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Harry? She also got loaded. You impressed? Uh, listen, I, I like a good interview with a porn star or a model <laughs> as much as the next person. Uh, you ever thought about doing radio, Harry? Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I just don't like... There's a lot involved with it in it. If you want to work in a radio company, you got to start... You want a job, like, Harry? Omaha. It pays nothing. Yeah, that's I'll give you a show. There's a lot... I got a lot of job offers that pay nothing at the moment. I Isn't gotta, that awesome, yeah. getting job offers to pay Well, nothing? it's nice, but it's 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 nice, uh, I think, if I didn't have the stand-up thing. It's nice when... 
you have nothing else going on. You have that energy, like I'll do anything and everything. So even stand up, does it help though? Does a radio? I think it helps, right? Like doing the radio spots. It could. uh, uh, Doing. You mean other people's radio? Like coming on a different radio show. Like it. Yeah, it can't hurt. I mean, hopefully, you know, I'll pick up a couple followers here and there if uh, nobody's been bored by my comedy talk or somebody was upset with my. I, I will take blame for this. I was way off on the three men and seventy million dollars. There's no reason that seventy million dollars would uh, would yeah. not be a good uh, opening for that film. But someone pointed that out. Um, it's okay. Right, why did I take this fucking turn? All right, I'm losing it. Let me get it back together. Here. <laughs> uh, no, it helps. I mean, it's it's better than not doing certainly anything. I mean, it's it. Hopefully, it, it helps. I mean, it's we're in a new like sort of digital. And you're, Aaron. I mean, credit to these guys. You're on a show that doesn't have only 20 people watching. Yeah, that's the know? thing. You got to be very picky with which ones you do. No, someone just left 19. Oh no! Did we lose <laughs> joking. 19 no, million. We lose Bree. Oh, joking. Million. We lose Bree. Um, joking. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just everyone's got a podcast now. Yeah. So it's, it's like, true. yeah, everyone. But who's listening to all of them, though? It's very no weird. One. Like, if you do a podcast and nobody listens to it, did you do a podcast? Ooh, you know what happens? Like, that was deep. M- most of these podcasts. You just confused Karen. <laughs> That's like if a tree falls in the woods. What? <laughs> Complete the rest, Karen. Oh, yeah. Boy. Shit happens. Yeah, this is turning out. This is starting to. <laughs> That's Kieran's proverb of the if day. The tree falls. If the tree falls in the woods. That's gonna be my Shit next. Happens. That's gonna be my next Facebook update. <laughs> we got a new T-shirt for the fucking store. <laughs> if a tree, if a tree falls, that ellipsis. Dot dot dot. That's Shit it. Shit happens is on the back of the shirt. <laughs> a lazy man's proverb. Yeah, right. uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Shit happens. Listen. Life gives you lemons. What are you gonna do? Oh man! Okay. I hate that the funny shit happened in the if, third segment because no one lasts this long. If life, when no? life gives you lemonades, fuck it. That's not yeah. the shirt. When life gives you lemons, dot dot dot. Fuck yeah, when it. life gives you lemons, what are you a faggot? Yeah, gives you shit. <laughs> life gives you lemons. Who gives a shit? Didn't Brando say that once? Oh, that's their new bit, Kieran Proverbs. That's gonna be the new bit for the show. Oh god. We could have a million of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what like get your lemons go fucking? Wait, 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 wait. Here, here's one. Ask me how my day was. How was your day? I don't know, cheers. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, drunken proverbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh whatever. How do we get to that? No. From podcasting, yeah. Oh, from podcasting, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the issue is everybody does a podcast, and there's a lot of good guys doing shows, but like only 20 people are watching the show, so nobody nobody hears it. Nobody, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you got to try to hopefully build from it, but that's the way with everything. There's a lot of people. I would, excuse me, I would do these uh, great comedy shows where I'd book really great lineups and nobody would come out, and it's like... On paper, this is a great show. If we could just yeah, fucking audience, but that's up. the that's the that's the whole task of any type of entertainment business is how to trick people into watching your thing and not somebody else's. So it takes a while, I guess. I, I mean, you guys have been doing it for how long at this point? Twelve. 12 you guys years. have been doing it twelve, right? Mm-hmm. I've been in it. Well, the three. show's been on twelve. I've been on a ten. 
But yeah, 12. 12 has yeah. been around. You're in there for a long haul. And you've been with us for how long? GFK? Not a year yet. Too long. No, yeah, that has been a year. Uh, seems like 10. These guys get away with murder. Nobody no, else does. don't. What do do? I have a soft spot for you guys. Well, you actually killed six people in the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. You killed Lon twice. <laughs> Are they yeah. the crown jewel of the radio empire? Is that no. <laughs> no, but... but who's the I, crown jewel of the... Who's the most... Is it... Your own or probably my own. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair. We we have, it's not just a comedy network, so we have like tech shows on there. Okay, we have like okay. a guys call in show, so we cover everything. But now this is when did you start the whole thing? Uh, now I'm just doing Charlie Rose and getting into no, it's like okay. Is you know, yeah, about Charlie Rose about three years. Charlie three years. Rose, three years. yeah. Okay, so three years. I quit my job and I didn't go back. And now you do this full. Now time. I do this full time. That's pretty amazing. Now your story is very rare. Um, <laughs> Just to let you guys know out there, if you start a podcast, do not, do not quit your job. Right. Yeah. Not yet. Just don't. don't yet. Yeah. I, I I had just gotten married, and my wife's like, oh, what are you going to do? Uh, you don't want to go back? I'm like, no, I'm not going to go back. She's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I think I'm going to go into radio. Wow. And, uh, and, and also in the worst time yeah. to go the into The worst radio. time the recession yeah. hit. I just bought a house. But you've managed to make it work. Yeah, so far it's oh, working. That's, that's great, man. I mean, in all seriousness, it's... I'm happy for it because it's independent. The show brings me a lot of money. Good, good. It's all it's all Karen's work. Right. Uh, have you spoken about Have you spoken about Hover today? Who me? Yeah. Oh fucking. Uh, oh, am I supposed? Do you realize why you were just saying all that? Karen was looking like at, looking at I like girls daily. So. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my LinkedIn account, which I haven't been on in four months. No, we have we have an we have an advertiser here at the networkcover.com, which is a domain company. Mm. And Karen, uh, the first time doing a live read, says we love those motherfuckers. Right. And it's yeah. become a thing now. So the CEO of the company tweets me this morning. Saying, uh, I said something like, "What was the best tech product of the year for for right. tomorrow's show?" And he's like, "Oh, how about our domain management service?" This guy tweets him and me back. He goes, "In the words of Kieran from Lunatic Radio, I love those motherfuckers." Nice. I'm like, this is a CEO of the company. They're <laughs> not going to resign in January. <laughs> Listen, I mean, if they're getting promotions from him, no, they're they're they cool people, but. So but you've got so. advertisers. Uh, that's the hardest part too, is tricking people into fucking advertising on your. Uh, advertising is very sh- difficult. You tell me. Because Rock again on the chat room. Are you negotiating me getting late again? No, 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 no. If Carrie would want to do third mic, I'm just saying that you would be very nervous because she, you know, you'd be sitting next to her. I wouldn't mind. I'd get a blowjob out of everything. Oh, so would you be nice? Jesus Christ! She has a boyfriend. The whole nine yards. Don't be saying that sort of stuff. My bad. Although she probably would give you. A yeah, she probably. Yeah. <laughs> would she even with the boyfriend? No one would I think know. She, yeah, she, she has a serious fetish thing for, for Kieran. Kieran. Yeah, she could totally just like throw him around. Karen is an oddity. Yeah, what you're saying? It's like her banging a piece of furniture or something. It wouldn't count. What? You're like a you just you just be a toy to her. I just insulted myself. Don't be be a toy to her. What? You'd be a toy to her. Yeah, right. You'd be her dildo essentially. You wouldn't really be a person. Human vibrator. Right. And that one, uh, I would. I have a thing for him. See, so there you go. She just submitted it. Why does she have a thing for me? Because I'm. Oh, Kieran's system right there. Just just be like, oh, what? It's not Kieran's system. That's Kieran. Have you called our friend, by the way? Who? Our friend. Have you called her? Who? D? Yeah. No. Oh, see? Kieran's system. Yeah. That was going to be like 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) That's a long term. That's a long term investment. Uh, uh, (laughs) Simon wrote on Facebook he wants to get D a shirt. The Kieran system shirt for for, uh, for uh, D. Yeah, yeah. I was about to order it and wear it on the shirt randomly. 
on the it show. Should. Apparently, I got to order. Let's inform Harry because he doesn't know. Apparently, he oh, has some system with girls. Yeah, you mentioned it. You guys. All right, I, 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 let me pull, pull up the, the list. T- pull up system. the t-shirt. Let me pull up the list. Uh, well, get the. Get I don't the think that, I don't have a system with girls. I just well, do my called. thing. Yeah, that's just system. I'm just. I don't. It's not a system. It's not like a calculated thing. I just. I don't know what I do. Like I, I don't know. I've only had I've, I've I've had two girlfriends in my entire life. Wow. All right. How long were each of those? Uh, one was five, and the other one was like two years. Okay. And the when was the most recent one? Just out of curiosity. Uh, about two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So two years. So once again, it's lunaticradio.com forward slash swag and just look down yeah. the list. Here's the, the here's the Kieran System shirt now. So K stands for keep it low because he's obviously short in stature. Sure. Okay, but he's also it. been known to do things. Uh, one specific example was he'll hide under a, t- a table when a girl was approaching. That's a fact. <sighs> Did you really? I've yes. done that. I've yes. done that. You hid? He literally got so a boy to talking table. to the girl. That's because Rock was like, oh, he's got a huge dick and I don't have I did high. not say, no, no, he's, a, he, no, no. I called, it was actually the waitress, he thought he found her very attractive. Sure. So I called her over just to get a little sure. simple conversation. He proceeded to hide under the table. And how's the big dick get involved in this? No, no, he made that, oh, he, he made, made that, that part up. I kept it very simple. Oh, I kept it's my it superhero simple. character. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so the I is ignore the existence in which, so if, once he gets past that stage and he actually starts a conversation with a woman, suddenly now, now he just completely ignores her and treats her like shit, basically. Sure, I don't okay. treat them like I never treat a girl like shit. In my well, life. I would say treat her like shit, but ignoring her is basically treating her like shit. Yeah, to a woman, I not giving ag- her attention. Hey, Karen, you want to you want to go out for coffee? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who are you? You know, excellent skill. Who to is learn, this? Yeah, right. Excellent skill to learn. Engage Rebecca. So then E becomes engaged in texting. So now once he does that, now now he now he puts himself on her. Now he's getting the texting going. That's where Karen, where he now, shines. Wait, that, is just, his, that is his. That is his. You've, you've ignored her, right? So now, does she text you first? Yeah, you right. Wait. That's usually the way it has to yeah. be. Right. <laughs> he knows. Right, okay. So now, now he's engaging in texting, and that's where his his skills are good. By the way, this is not a system, by the Especially way. Especially when it gets into the sexting part with the whole texting. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's always good. You know? A master. Sure, sure. He's like the Edgar Allan Poe of sexting. <laughs> um... R remain oblivious. So now this part is okay. So now, like, you find out he's kind of uh, interacting with this girl, and let's say I go, so Kieran, so what's up with so and so? Who? Nah, there's nothing there. You know, he'll just do all that. Sure. Just completely like, no. But nah. that doesn't seem to be involve the woman in any No, no, but he's like, oh, but Kieran, she seems like she's really into you. Nah, 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 nah. But yeah, but Kieran, she's like literally saying, I want you. No, no, no. She's just fucking so around. that's no. more of a self, like, remember to remain oblivious. Don't let it, don't enjoy it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a self thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. A is for abs, basically, you know. And with yeah, everything going yeah. on, you got to continue to work out. All don't right. let all these distractions of women and, and, and interests. Also, you got to right. continue to work out. can't have a letter for it. But make sure you stay hydrated. That's <laughs> <laughs> the important part. Make sure. And the last was N needs Rock's couch because he's been known to have sex on my couches. Ah, okay. Which has been permanently banned um, with my new couch and uh, just it will never happen again. But my old couch, he was known to use it and mm. abuse it with women. So For a total grand uh, time of 30 seconds, two yeah. times. Yes. <laughs> with people in the feet. room. Yeah, that's all it takes to ruin a minute combined, Kieran. Oh, really. mm. It's a minute combined. Yeah. With people in the room. Should be proud. No, we, had, we had people visiting from California. Mm-hmm. And uh, like what? Like relatives? No, no, no Absolutely. friends. Absolutely, friends, oh, okay. friends, friends. And, here for and one of the friends was sleeping and, uh, in the room, and Kieran was uh, in the same room with a with a woman, and they were having 
sex. I forget that adults can behave that way. Like, I forget <laughs> that, like, it, I, I, like, I know college kids do it, but I forget that, like, yeah, it happens with adults. It happens. Like, there's plenty of, like, is that, that, that guy's not fucking on the couch while we're here. <laughs> but see, I'm saying, totally I'm saying fucking, fucking on the couch. Well, like, well, never, well, Harry, the distance between you and I mm-hmm. is, is too far, how he, this guy was to her. It was literally, if, there's Andrew, yeah. he was, Right, right here on the on the floor. Like it was mere um, a good right, but isn't that really? It wasn't that really part of ignore the existence. I mean, isn't he really playing that part of it when you think about? Yes, he is. Yeah. See, that's the system. That's the magic of the system. The flexibility the system has. Yeah, technically he's. By the way, I want to introduce you to my first student. Yeah. Technically, he's working at a threesome angle there. There you, you go, know? right? I mean, it, it, maybe it didn't happen this time. Kieran does like an audience when he has sex. That's, Harry, that's Harry's a in the AP classes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> do you, can you fuck in front of other people? I don't think I can do that. I've never no, I can't. He's no. on it. He's on it. I've been in the same room. Uh, someone else was in the same room. All right. Whatever. I mean, how often is that? I just want rocks and encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> Any high fives going like, around? Hey, hey, buddy, you could do it. <laughs> is, is, so he's sort of like your Mickey, like, get in there. You gotta <laughs> right. do it, kid. He likes the audience. He's gonna, she's going to murder you, kid. It was back in the old days. I was like, rock my space about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you. Hit everybody up on Friendster. Let them know that this is happening. <laughs> Kieran is having sex yeah. in front of me. Oh, God. I don't have a system. I just do yes, what I do. do. I do what I do. Yes, you do. Simon and I thought about that for a long amount of time. We figured it out. We nailed it. You guys are fucking geniuses, as we know. <laughs> All right, let's do the highs and we can get the fuck out of here. Harry did a great job. Thanks, on Harry. Show. Thank you for having me. This, this show flew by. Uh, and Andrew, more importantly, I hate comedy.com. I hate comedy.com. Yeah, for all the information about me. <laughs> right and, I guess and that would be... Uh, uh, Twitter, I guess, Harry uh, underscore Turjanian. I didn't know I had an underscore until tonight. I feel ashamed. Uh, Harry underscore Turjanian at Twitter. Or t- whatever. How, how you can find it. Twitter.com slash Harry underscore Turjanian. Yeah. Oh, Carrie has a very interesting point. It's that? like Kieran is so jaded by women, he is above them till they play the same game. Which is funny, because he hasn't had so many chicks, he deserves to be jaded. So it's true. It seems like you're jaded with women, but you haven't been around enough women to truly be jaded. I've been around uh, plenty of women. Is I've had I've had two girlfriends, but I've had uh, like the one night thing. Numerous in between. Many not travelers. like not numerous, but I'm just saying I, 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 a good amount that I know the game. I guess I don't like playing games either. I don't. You know what? I just do what I do. I drink my beer, fucking throw some jokes out there, fucking see what happens. That's what I fucking do. That's my game. That seems so much simpler than it is. I don't know. I don't know what this. I like to work. keep things simple. Fair right. Enough. Right, Andrew with fucking Rolexes over there. I'm not wearing a Rolex. Yeah, you should be. I don't know what Carrie was saying, but this was funny. You are the equivalent of an IKEA futon. Well, <laughs> that sounds said, funny. I think I'm Ikea. cheap and easy to buy. <laughs> Kieran was sounds saying right. that uh, you were gonna. You don't have like to a finance piece of me. Furniture for her. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. All right. Fuck everybody. How is it a week? Here we go. Do you want to fuck me? Do I? Yes. Have some. Yes. Have some. How do you want me? Go away, Baton! 
by the way, people in the chat room complaining no one can spell Tarjanian. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you can Google it. It'll pop yeah, up. It's yeah. like Zarian, but with a couple yeah. more letters. <laughs> if you Google I'm the only Harry Tarjanian out there. Wow. Okay, of you any are note. falling apart. You are just, you are going down to our level. I'm sorry. What am I doing? You would have never said anything like that before you met us. No. You would, you were, you were an educated man. Sure. You were no longer. Now you're just like, it sounds like Zarian with more letters. Sure. I'm falling in the hole. Go ahead, Harry. Spill your left oh, name. Oh, yeah. T-E-R-J-A-N-I-A-N. And uh, check out our, our Twitter, uh, Lunatic Radio. Uh, actually, Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. You'll find Harry on there. You can follow him that way. Yeah. And Google it. If, Google if you it. can't find me via Google, I don't want you following me. I just want to let you know. It's 2011. You should be able to find me. Go to IHateComedy.com and you can spell it. Harry's a great comedian, everybody. We enjoy having him on the radio program. He feels he does a, uh, a fine job, and we look forward to having him back on many of time. Harry, we might be going to uh, multiple days. So. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. Huh? So keep in touch, all right, yeah, my friends? I'll, I'll make sure it's more than nine months this time. <laughs> which is really... Uh, I had a great appearance last time. Like, yeah, it's great. And then I never called anybody back. So they'd be like, I should do that again. That's why I'm where I'm at in show business. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you'll, you'll stick with us. Yeah, I'll try. Well, you'll go nowhere. Don't worry about it. It'll be awesome. We'll go nowhere together. Uh, all right. Heidi of the Week time. Pick a chick from Old Entertainment Team or Heidi Week. Pointless segment duty each and every week. Uh, emails to the show, lunaticradio.com. The name of Chicken Reason Why. I'll read them on the air. Or uh, just post them live in the chat room. Your Heidi of the Week. Rock, who's your Heidi of the Week? Charlize uh, Theron. She's in that new movie, Young Adult. Really? I like... She's not a young adult, by the way, anymore. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Miley Cyrus for wearing that low-cut dress uh, over the weekend, and her she looks like she got a boob job. Miley Cyrus. Wow. Can I go with Miley Cyrus, too? No, you can't. No, because I saw her. I love her. I love Miley. I saw her. I do like Miley. Who you want? Uh, you know, I'll go with Katy Perry. I saw her on SNL. She, uh, she's a good job. Funny and cute. I like funny, so that matters to me. And, uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she's just, she always looks good. Yeah, Katy Perry is kind of hot. I yeah. Her. Uh, Zach is going with Jessica B. I ask who Jessica B is. And she's Ooh, Jessica B. Uh, she's a nice girl I've been talking to. Great ass. <laughs> You're saying it's Jessica Biel, but that person. Zach, you gotta fucking bang the broad, dude. Jay's going with Tony Romo's new wife. (laughs) Jessica Biel's looking good. She was uh, on Letterman. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Bitch got a shelf. <laughs> Tony Romo's new wife. Wow. What, we don't even know who it is. Well, it's just the idea yeah, of not even name? bothering to get a name. Just going, yeah, whoever that was you saw in the Joey press Romo. box. Uh, Carrie Cape Cod, Zoe Deschanel. Ah, the new girl. She French? I don't know who the fuck the is. No, she's the one. Uh, she was in Yes Man. Uh, not Yes Man. Uh, the Jim Carrey one. Yes. Uh, yes Man. It was Yes Man. I don't know who she is. She's on that Fox show, The New Girl. She's supposed to be every hipster's wet dream. What? And that show. Yeah. She must be a real hoot. Does she, does she wear glasses? Oh! Oh, yeah. that girl. Yeah, we know yeah, who she is. Cute. Yeah, she's cute. Zoe Deschanel. There you go. Deschanel. Word up. Don't like those bangs on her. All right, everybody. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. IHateComedy.com is Harry's website. Uh, Twitter.com slash Harry underscore Tarjanian is his Twitter account. GFQ Network, log on to that, see what's going on there. 
Andrew Zarian show Thursday nights. Free for yep. all Friday nights on the GFQ Network. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Thank you for checking out the radio program. Harry, thank you. No, thank you for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure. All right, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.